You are now listening to the Inner Circle Podcast Network. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, creatures and creatures across the nation, around the world, and across time and space. Happy early Halloween and welcome to Creatures of the Night. Thank you for tuning in to our special Halloween edition tonight. We are bringing you true tales of encounters with ghosts and the paranormal and all that weird, wacky shit. We're going to talk to we're going to talk to some folks tonight, and it is going to be a good time. We're going to hear nothing but 100% completely true <laughs> tales of the spooky and paranormal in honor of the impending Halloween holiday. Tonight, I want to believe. Most nights, I don't believe in ghosts, but tonight, tonight, I think I believe in ghosts. And I'm joined by a couple of other believers. I am joined by my good buddy, my good pal, and uh, Pete Sowell, Mr. Spaceman Spliff, Adam motherfucking Simmons, what's good, buddy? What's up, boys? I uh, I hope to continue to be the gold standard of bullshit on the internet. Uh, so let's do it. I don't see anyone ever taking that from you. No. I'm also joined by our own Dick Wolf, the lunchbox himself. He is the wind beneath our wings. And also the guy who gives me a reach around. His name is Chris motherfucking Wutsky. What's good, buddy? Hi, guy. How's it Hi, going? Guy. Dash rides. How's it going? That is a powerful mustache. It's very sexual. It's a bold move, but, you know, tis the season, right? I'm actually kind of surprised that Dutchie has let you, like, put clothes on and leave the bedroom with that mustache. I imagine that it's just nonstop sex 24-7. you got to rehydrate with Pedialyte and all that shit, like hook up an IV. I mean, you're just, like, losing fluids left and right, right? Yeah, but you know what? I click the link in the, in the shit happens in your party naked show notes, and I go to Blue Chew, and I'm, I'm all fucking sedafidilled and sedafinilled and daffy-ducked out, man. I'm ready to rock. Rocking Hell out. yeah. Dig you're you're ready to rock with the rock-hard rock cock, man. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. I love you, and that's why I'm rocking my Believe mug tonight, because tonight I want to believe. Tonight I want to believe. I want you to believe. I want you to believe so Finally. bad. I want this for Finally. you. <laughs> I, I just... You know, I, I guess I want to start by like gauging. I think, you know, if I had to guess, I think you guys both believe in like ghosts. Do you guys believe that like spirits hang ghouls and specters in them? Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. It's, it's it's an interpretive thing because I don't necessarily know that I believe in like the ghost ghost. You know, like the standard definition of like I lived a life, I died, and now I'm a ghost. But yes, I believe that there's some sort of energy imprint or something. Well, you think they're nature. interdimensional? Because Could be you think interdimensional. interdimensional. Well, and interdimensional, I think, is the key to everything, dog. I really pretty do. much everything's quantum. Really, it's all quantum. That's I know. What it comes Ever to. since James Bond and them, dude, everything's quantum. Freaking quantum solace in them. Um, <laughs> so you are you're more of the opinion that maybe the um, spooky kind of ghostly encounters that we might discuss tonight are more like a like a shadow or a replay, an echo of lives once lived, and not the presence of an actual it's spirit. For sure. I mean, it's for sure a possibility. You know, I mean, yeah. I. The, like everything that we talk about, we don't fucking know, dude. We speculate. That's what we're here for. We speculate. We entertain, hopefully, as the speculation snowballs out of control. 
And this is, this is ironically enough, the topic that you and I first very butted heads on, because I have yeah. a personal ghost story and I told yeah. you, and you said, fuck you, you're wrong. That what, everything you said is a lie. I, you I'm striking you. I'm striking you from the fucking record. You're not even going to exist in creatures lore anymore. You motherfucker. We're going to wipe you away. And it's going to be as if you were never here. I, are you talking about me or you? Cause you. that's you. That's, aggressive that's <laughs> that's what I you like that's what you mean you're an aggressive guy dude yes i well yes my my beard my jesus hair is very aggressive and i'm here to bless you guys that's tapestry it's all aggressive tapestry. i got my halloween lights hung up right here i like it. nice i got a little i got a little spooky i thought i was gonna we are all gonna dress up uh in I costumes, tried. and I, I was dressed like a spaceman Look, dude. Uh, and I had my spaceman light here. If you can see, I got a plague mask, but you know what? Look at this big dick nose. It kept on, kept on hitting my fucking mic, dude. And that's not good. That's not good for anyone. No, you but, couldn't wear it on your head like a fucking strap on. I mean, I I could, you know, like that. Oh, you look like a cool baseball player. <laughs> no such thing. No such thing. With so that mustache uh, and that dumb shirt and your bent hat. <laughs> yeah, you look like a third base coach in a fucking slow pitch softball league. I like Ben hats. I can't wear a flat brim. How dumb would I look? My 40 year old ass. How dumb uh, would my just about as dumb as you do in that shirt, sir? Oh, no, I look less dumb in the shirt. I this is exactly how I look in my in my new license photo, by the way, my, <laughs> my new license. I, I, I got to take shirt. one. I got to take one this week and I'm going to do the exact same thing. So that's why I love you. That is right why I love you. So what about what about demons? What about like demonic entities? Not quite ghosts, but sort of in yes. a similar vein. Yes. You guys believe in that shit? Yeah, I know. I okay. do. Honestly, yeah. I probably I mean, lean more that not? way. Like, I probably yeah. lean more that way with the, like the low vibrational, again, interdimensional entities, you know, could pi- quite possibly be what people experience. Okay. Now, how so, do you guys feel about spirits and things of that nature? Um, I guess with the, as uh, to quote the great Lord, Dr. Jason Almy Esquire, yin and yang of uh, the balance uh, with specters and with spirits, etc. cetera, uh, with the low bi- vibration, there's also a high vibration. Um, thank you, DJ. I love you. I am actually exactly the, um, grown up Calvin from Calvin and Hobbes. Um, whatever you distracted me. Cause I've now I'm flirting with DJ. God damn it. All right. I got to not look at the chat. Ignore uh, the chat. Ignore the yeah, chat. Cause we got to slam full slate. Look, I'm already not wearing pants. This is going to be a good time. <laughs> we got a full slate tonight. All right. We've yeah, already yeah, heard about your too. fucking license uh, picture and now you're woo wooing with the chat. Come on. Let's look, fucking, look, we got just, business. Okay, we I'm got sorry. business. It's you know October. One of us dressed up and it's and one of us wore spooky. Mustache, okay? You dressed up like George Clooney in the perfect storm. All right. Fucking what do you want? Okay. You know what? It's fucking rainy here in the Northeast. We all can't live in the sunshine state. motherfucker. Well, we all could. Good. You know what? Maybe, maybe I just want to go work on a dock. I'm a fucking dock worker. All right. Well, go fuck yourself. Now I'm reposing the question. Do you believe if you believe in the low vibration and the demons and the demonic entities and things of that nature, the the protective, not angels as it were, but maybe like a spirit guide or like, um, absolutely like a, you know, uh, uh, some sort of spirit that oversees you to kind of guides you in a direction. Oh. Do you believe in that sort of thing as well? I, I, I do. Think, I do without a doubt. I mean, I've already. As, well, go, go, I'm sorry, Jay. Go ahead. No. I was just going to say, as long as you believe like Chris does in the uh, the demonic style entities, like you said, Adam, there's got to be some form of balance like yin and yang. So Duality. You, you accept, I think that there might be 
um, spirits or, or entities that fall into both camps. You know, there's some that are going to mean harm and there are some that are just here for a while time. They want to watch us do mushrooms and talk to us when we're on DMT. Yeah. I heard that. Some just want to watch you bang. You know what I mean? Some yeah, which on your couch with their ghost girlfriends. Yeah. And some of them just want to watch you poop <laughs> as I discussed with my witch earlier in the week. Yeah. That was interesting. I didn't, I didn't, if, I didn't, if I have one of those, that's pretty much all they see me do. So IBS gang. IBS gang. Let's fucking spin it up, boys. Yeah, frame Let's this up. Frame this up. We got we this is kind of an odd episode as far as we're yeah. concerned tonight because we're gonna do things a little different. We're gonna make a few phone calls to a few folks that have reached out to us. Uh, yeah, with, uh, we're gonna read we a couple of emails. We, we have we have a few listener submissions via yeah. email. We've even got a voicemail or two. We're gonna check. We're we're telling true stories tonight, or we're at least letting our our guests tell true stories of the paranormal tonight. And then we are going to chime in like assholes in between and make comments. <laughs> I don't see it going any other way. I'm so do you guys, it's what we do, right? So Jay, what do we got first on the docket here? Let's call our first guest. We got Jess Rainville from the Chris podcast. Uh, and she used to be a paranormal investigator. So uh, she says she's got mad stories, but she's going to tell us a personal one tonight about oh. when she moved into her house. So let's call Jess up. I'm working on it. My contacts are up. Filibuster. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I keep I'm, filibuster. I'm working on it. I'm I, when you hear it dial, then shut up. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I didn't know that the Jess used to be a paranormal investigator. Apparently like you watch enough travel channel and uh, everybody's a paranormal investigator. Dutchie, why aren't you a paranormal investigator? What the fuck? Jesse, Jesse, Jesse. Hello, Jess. Welcome to the Creatures of the Night. How are you doing tonight? I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm doing well. I got my other creatures here with me. I got Adam and Chris. Say what's up, boys. What's up, Jess? How you Hi, doing Jesse. tonight? Jess oh, is the host of the Jesse. Chris podcast, as I was just saying. I've, well, I, we just met, and I feel like I feel like we already have a very strong connection, so I felt like I can I can chum things up a little bit further with you and, and give you the Jesse. Okay, only if you add reigns at the end, okay? Jesse Reigns. Ooh, that sounds mad sexual, and I don't know if I want to take it there, but I like where your head's at. That sounds like a stripper name. You got to, you got to, Chris, Chris, you have to apologize. Not everyone lives in the stripper capital of the world. You need to (laughs) fucking tone it down a little bit. We out here, baby. Look, we're talking about specters. We're talking about spooky ghosts in them. And Jess, you have a couple of personal experiences, as discussed on your podcast, but uh, you're willing to share one uh, of one of your personal stories with us this evening. Mm-hmm. I am. Um, so when right, I was a chi- when I was a kid, the house that I grew up in was built in the 1800s, and it was like it was pretty haunted. Uh, but I didn't know that ghosts were real. My mother kept telling me they weren't because I was so deathly afraid of the dark. And then when I got older, she's like, oh, just kidding. They are real. And, yeah, you've had experiences, but we didn't want you to be so afraid of the dark as you were. Wow. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I was definitely afraid of the dark. So With apparent good when I reason. Got older, I know, right? So when I got older, um, my best friend and I at the time, I had this, like, little love seat couch. It was teeny tiny. And we took a whole bunch of safety pins. And, I mean, safety pins, um, uh, like, just pin cushion pins. And stuck them all into the couch. And we called it the voodoo couch. Well, mm. when I moved okay. out of that house, I put that couch into storage with all my other stuff. 
which didn't come out of storage for four years until I bought my house. And then when I bought my house, we moved it into the basement. And I remember going through and I saged everything. And right after that couch came in, all of a sudden I was feeling this awful, like dark, heavy presence. Okay. Mm. So we have, I think, five very old cemeteries surrounding our houses. They're like personal family cemeteries that are all very, very old. And I remember thinking that, you know, like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, that's a little creepy, whatever, you know. Well, right after we moved in and before we had plugged in, you know, the TV, we hadn't plugged in the radio or anything, I'm standing in my kitchen and the dogs were both next to me. And all of a sudden, I heard the Old Spice commercial whistle. And I kept hearing that. And I'm like, what? the hell is this like you got a something, you got something. a creepy old sexual ghost i think so and i think everything with me is sexual so yeah so um <laughs> i and then like we we kept having like weird little things happen you know like things getting misplaced or whatever so my sister-in-law ended up coming over because i couldn't even breathe when i'd come into the house it was so oppressive just the energy mm. so wow. she came in and she she resaged everything and she performed a ritual to clear out the house. And then we put a whole bunch of crystals and everything all around just because it was, it was so bad. Well, after we did that cleansing, I realized that we were still having spirits constantly like pass through, like they weren't staying here, but like, um, recently my husband, um, you know, we had a wedding picture up on the wall and, or on a, like a shelf. And my husband was coming in to kiss me goodbye. And as he was about to walk into the bedroom, it flew off of the shelf and broke. And so he comes in, he's like, I think I accidentally broke the picture frame. And then he texted me later that day. He's like, I don't think it, I, I broke it. He's like, I, I think something was visiting us. And then, mm-hmm. um, Probably about six months ago, I was uh, by the um, by the cat bowl and the dog bowl and the water and everything, and we have a little mat underneath of it. And at night, we put the dog in our bedroom and we put the baby gate up. Well, I was standing in the kitchen. My husband had already gone to bed, and all of a sudden, the mat pulled out from underneath of the bowls. The bowls stayed in the in place and the mat was on the other part of the kitchen. It happened right next to me. I saw it happen. And the cat came running over after it happened. So I know it wasn't her doing it because she would have run away. Oh well unless that's done the, something like that. Unless that's the most talented cat ever. I mean she ain't pulling the fucking tablecloth out from under the the wine glasses. I mean I wouldn't think no. the cat had anything to do with it. Oh, you got to no, yank pretty so, like hard and fast to get that to happen. Say that again. You got to like yank pretty hard, pretty fast. Like you got to have some actual skill and talent. You can't be a dumb old cat. <laughs> not, no not like that. That. I saw cat it. doesn't have thumbs. I was standing right there when it happened, so I I knew what the like I knew that there was no way it could be the cat because I saw her on the other side of the room, like, and the dog was in the bedroom locked up Jesus. with the baby gate. Mm. And it sounds like there was some force, so that's there, like the, like with the picture frame too. It sounds like there was some force involved. Mm-hmm. 
The, yeah. The picture frame thing sounds a little aggressive to me. That sounds a little bit, you know, like if you move stuff around, if you kind of, you know, you're being kind of cheeky. I feel like a lot of ghost stories sort of have that element where this thing wasn't where I left it and it moved around, but it, it always sounds kind of like, okay, you're fucking with me. You're like pranking me ghost. But like when you start breaking wedding photos, that feels like a threat. You know what I mean? That feels like, what are you trying to tell me? Yeah. Yeah. So you mostly it, feel safe yeah. in this house though? I mean, yeah. Like I, I, I don't, I, I'm not really like afraid of it necessarily, but like tonight. So right now my husband's been working third shift. And mm-hmm. so now I'm going to, after I've told you all these stories in my house where we generally try not to talk too much about it, uh, because yeah, there's can... up activity that yes. And, uh, so now I'm going to go to bed by myself with just my dog and my cat and be afraid, but that's okay. I, I am taking one for the team for you guys. <sighs> Well, we greatly appreciate you. Thank you so much. That's a yeah. little crazy. Um, I wonder, you know, I have you looked into the history of your house at all and seen, you know, if there's any sort of, um, you know, uh, history of anyone dying in there or if you think it's tied just to the um, maybe the transport between some of the the ghosts and the spirits going from, from uh, plot to plot. Maybe they got a girlfriend that's in a, you know, in a different yard and they got to cut through your house so that they can get there and back before nighttime, you know, maybe, uh, maybe looking to see if anyone, uh, is trapped within your house. Have you ever done anything of that nature or is it, uh, purely you're going off of your experience? I'm going off of my experience. And also like we did a pretty good cleansing. Um, I, I need to do another one probably, but like I have so many like crystals and, all sorts of stuff because I'm definitely a witch and I have an altar next to my bed. So, and then I have a bunch of like tarot cards and stuff. Like um, I was actually talking to my mom yesterday about, uh, I was at, I I grew up in Summersworth, New Hampshire, and there was this park called the Pines. And when I was little, there was a swing set that was near the water tower. And so I was swinging on the swings there. And I remember like very vividly watching this family play with their dog. And, you know, there was like a house sitting there and everything. And I just, I was watching for like half an hour. And so then I said something to my sister who was sitting next to me as well. And I was like, oh, like those people went back inside with their dog. And my sister's like, what are you talking about? There is nobody here with their dog. Like, I just watched for half an hour as I was swinging these people playing with their dog. And, like, I saw this little house and everything and nothing. And I'm like, maybe I'm crazy. And then I was like, no, I think maybe it just might be, like, residual energy just because it's land, you know? Like, energy could just be residual. Well, and and you guys in New Hampshire specifically have, like, graveyards on random corners. I mean, like, there's bodies stacked on top of bodies on top of bodies up there. I mean, so it's not without the realm of possibility to assume that there might be some residual energy lingering around, you know, a a park or wherever you happen to be. We got haunted KFCs, dog. We got got people buried right outside of KFC. That's the first memory I have of you, dude. You're, you're dri- I know. I came to visit. You're driving me around town, and you said if you go into that KFC, the spirits will embody the colonel statue, and you you have some haunted chicken. And I I could not get over it, dude. You you eat this spooky bucket of chicken, and then you shit your guts up. You want to talk about Montezuma's revenge? This these guys, those spirits get in you and go through you. Sam Adams' <laughs> revenge. Yeah, you're gonna make uh, Adam look like a regular pooper. I 
remember when that plot of land was just a plot of land with a farm stand on it. Mm, yeah, it yeah, and that's kind of be, like... It didn't used to be a KFC. It used to just be no. like a little farm stand and a weird grave site. You're from, you're from Summersworth, so you remember. You remember, or oh, you know yeah. exactly what I'm talking about. It's outside that... Okay, I mean, uh, you guys think I'm joking because I always tell jokes on this this podcast. All of the listeners out no, there, you guys real. think I'm kidding. I There's a KFC Taco Bell. Yeah. Oh, well, you you believe me, Chris, because you've been I, there I too. I hung out of your passenger window taking the yeah. Facebook lives when I saw it because I could not believe that there were gravestones just on a random street corner. Yo, if you go there and you don't want to be haunted, you got to leave a chalupa on the headstone <laughs> for the ghost. You got to order an extra one for the ghost and leave it on the headstone. Leave him a chalupa or a um a, one of those crunch wrap supremes. You got to leave that for the ghost. And if you don't, oh, is it a Taco Bell KFC? It's a, it's a Taco Bell KFC. Oh yeah. man, that yeah. is spooky. And, the place and is dire. Sure make sure that you press the the walk button because there's also a crosswalk right there, so you can get to Walmart and Burger King on the other side. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's a ridiculous intersection because it's like Walmart, Burger King, Taco Bell, KFC, dead people. Just <laughs> yep. fucking crazy. Yeah. Also, like Jordan, and then Target and Home Depot. Yeah, yeah there's, oh, that's a good Home Depot, actually, by the way. I like that Target, too. Um, yeah. But your, your story, what you were saying about the cleansing actually made me wonder. Is a cleansing, when you have a house thoroughly cleansed in order to relieve it of the negativity and the, the, the bad entities, is it like a, a good steam cleaning? Do you have to call Stanley Steamer every couple of years? I mean, you don't just do it once. You, you got to get it done like every like three or fourth year. You know, you got to let's we're going to have another cleansing. They got to get all the gunk out of the carpet again. And the cat keeps bringing in and the dog keeps bringing in. Is it like that? We got to do another cleansing soon? It depends. It's it's energy based. So like if you've had like a lot of shitty things happen to you and you just can't get out of all these bad negative things happening, then yeah, maybe do a little cleansing. I mean, you don't have to cleanse the entire house. You could just cleanse yourself if it's really you who's being a shitty person. So how does one go about a cleanse? I mean, what does a cleanse involve? I've never had one of my homes cleansed before. It's it's usually just um, you burn some sage and, uh, depending, I mean, it really depends too on who's doing it and the reason why, like if you think that you have a ton of spirits and, you know, haunting and you want to get rid of them, uh, some people will make a lot of noise as they cleanse. I've, I've actually done a cleansing like that before, but really it's about using the sage and saying like a ritual spell as you do it in each room and, kind of getting into all the corners and everything it just gets rid of anything that feels stagnant i'm gonna have now do you do the salt lines on the door too uh so you can push them out uh i've I've done that yes yeah i'm gonna get bobby light to come do come do my my cleansing because he gonna smoke more than sage (laughs) yeah that's (laughs) true he He goes Uh, a lot more than sage yeah they'll be he'll be he'll do a fucking dmt cleansing yeah well i was gonna say adam you asked earlier about the good spirits that that sort of balanced the bad spirits is this is a cleansing an opportunity to invoke some more benevolent spirits on your behalf to kind of intervene and say like fuck off to the deadbeat ghosts or 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 what is that i mean what power it me, enables you to banish the the bad ones let me let me say this i i would say it is extremely few and far between that you have anything truly evil that is, or anything bad in your house. More than anything, it's 
just a little bit of jealousy or it's a like misunderstanding. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, that's more what it's like. And then, it, but if you start feeding into it, like you know, you get the the poltergeist theories where things, you know, like kids get you know levitated off of the bed and stuff like that. Like that's more of a of your own energy creating that more than a spirit itself mm. doing that. If you if you get what I mean, like when you have that much energy pent up, it has to go somewhere. Well. What's it going to do? That's what it does in, in a severe case. Adam likes to let it go inside a yoga instructor. That's where he likes his pent-up uh, most, most of my pent-up aggression and energy goes generally into yoga instructors. You're absolutely <laughs> Into your smelly yoga instructors. So, so multiple, multiple ones. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, a party is a party, you know? So sometimes okay. if you have a man could, bun and you have these glasses. Well, I think yeah. a yoga instructor would be good because they're flexible. Like, think about all the yeah. Kama Sutra yeah. stuff you could do. Thank you. Thank you. I think that your <laughs> that, friend no, Jason that regular is just, people can't do. <laughs> right. I think Jay is just jealous. I think clearly. Um, clearly. Well, that's that's because mean? there's not a lot of there's not a lot of guy yoga instructors. So yeah, that that is a shame. That's why I'm going to become a yoga instructor. You look and like you've got the look. You've then got maybe the look. Adam will bone me. All right. Well, Jessica, I, I think we've probably kept you long enough. I don't want to, I don't want to keep you up. I know you got to work and whatnot. So, uh, thank you for allowing us to call you and tell to tell us your, your, uh, true tales of the shit you still experience in your home currently. Absolutely. Yes. And I will, I will be sure to curse you guys later tonight when I'm afraid as I was the other night when I watched, uh, I watched unsolved mysteries by myself at night. That was a bad idea. This was also a bad idea. But you watched the Japanese episode with all the ghosts from the tsunami. Nice. Uh, what was that? Oh, oh yes, that was that is. But the one that scared me more wasn't that one. It was the one about Jennifer Fairgate. That one scared me. Oh more. yeah, yeah. That, that's a spooky bitch. Netflix and <laughs> well, it was. If you go look at the like the picture that they drew, it's just creepy looking. So that's what got me. But, well, make sure. Sorry, guys. I'll. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to bring you back for an update on what happened tonight after you uh, you get off the call and you turn the lights out and you tuck yourself into bed. What, what the what the, yeah. the the real creatures of the night had to say about your your relaying uh, that tale to us? Yes, I will. I will give you an update. Awesome. Thanks for yeah. thanks for talking with us. Yeah, thank you, yeah, Jess. Thank you. Thanks, Jess. Bye. Adios. She's gonna be like, oh, I gotta go to kfc and go get a three-piece spicy with a biscuit and leave it out on the stand so that the ghost doesn't ruin any of my photos <laughs> yeah, i think the, i think the spicy is the way to go too yeah it, all ghosts like spicy food i think that's just science jay i think that's just i think it's good paranormal science chris do you want to do you want to look at the voicemail do we we have a voicemail right uh yeah let me check Oh, let's check our voicemail, guys. We got a voicemail. We had a we had a person who called in. We we po- posted we the line um on Facebook so that folks could call in and leave voicemails if they didn't if they weren't can free. We, uh, can we throw the number up on the the bottom of this now sure. so that yeah anybody wants to call in? There you go, baby. Call now one three seven seven three fifty seven zero six. Guys, the lines are open all evening, unless we're talking to somebody already, and then the line is closed. But but. When we're not talking to somebody, the line is open. We invite you to call in. If you have a true ghost story, don't fuck around with untrue, <laughs> false, make-believe stuff that ends with Please, your thank you. saying, I pulled out my balls and urinated. I don't want to hear a ghost story that ends that way. You want me to, what you, if you, ghost we, we, urinated on them? I would like to hear that story, yes. Okay, I want yeah. to hear it on the we golden do have, shot. We do have one here uh, with the light blinking. Do you want me to play that? Please. We got a voicemail? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. I want to hear it. 
Hi, my name's Catherine. Uh, okay. I have this is a two story. You can believe it or not if you want. I really don't give a damn. But yeah. uh, here in Milwaukee, back in 1960, on Milwaukee and Knapp Street, our house stood. It was due to be torn down within several months. It was a hot summer day, and I got up early in the morning. It's really sudden. And I wanted here. to meet my friends downtown to do some bumming, like all teens do. I mean, I'm a walking and bum. And I walk through <laughs> the dining room. Now, the old houses have all those wood beams on the ceiling and on the walls. And on the uh, rail, we had several pictures, mine, my brothers, and my two cousins. And I went to look. For some reason, I looked up on the wall, and I saw blood running down from the ceiling across the pictures. And uh, I knew the house was haunted. I knew the story behind the house, and I got my father up, who was also a psychic and paranormal, which runs in my family, hmm. and I called him, and he looked at it, and he said, oh, let's be logical first, Catherine. So we went up to the attic. Now, the old homes, as many of you know, have great spaces between the walls, and hmm. I, my father took a huge floodlight. And he put it down to see if there was a cat that caught or a rat, whatever, oh, on God. a nail or something. How much blood was there? Right. And there was nothing there. Absolutely nothing uh -huh. there. So we went back down, and it was still bleeding. Jeez. And uh, after a while, after about a day, it stopped. So I and my grandmother blood? tried to wash it off the best we could. It wouldn't come off. And even though we only had several months left in the house before moving... We decided we were going to paint over because we just didn't want to see the blood anymore. And the I plain paint would peel off. Now, after we long left our house, I decided to do research on our house and found that in uh, the house was built in 1900. An undertaker owned it. And uh, he was married to a very young woman. And... The woman was having an affair with a younger man. Oh, and the husband bitch. found out. He chased her up oh, into oh. the attic. He stabbed her to death, went into the basement, and hung himself. Damn. Now, I've always hated those two places in our home. And now I knew, I finally knew why I had the smell of a stinky old man coming into my room at night. <laughs> Me and too. why I saw a lovely lady <laughs> after that that chased away the old too. man. That's just one of my many stories, so uh, she and they're saw. not stories, they're true. I've had many different paranormal. Oh, she, well, that's she what got, you get for setting the scene for fucking 45 She minutes. got the hook there. <laughs> Apparently, Google yeah. gave her the, the fucking uh, Emmy. Well, yeah, that's enough of this. Doesn't <laughs> every... Doesn't every story of one of the um, one of Harvey Weinstein's victims start with "I had the scent of a dirty old man coming into my room"? Uh, well, she had said that she saw uh, uh, a man, and he was chased off by a pretty young female. Is that what? Yeah, and well, then that would have probably been the woman that was stabbed in the attic, right? Right. Well, yeah. she was stabbed in the attic, and then he went down into the basement to hang himself. Right. Apparently, oh, yeah. And yeah. if he was an undertaker, couldn't he have just taken care of it himself? I would think so. I would think, but I guess he's just, he's so like 
caught up in his rage and his passion. passion. Murder three. Yeah, he's not thinking like a businessman. He's thinking, I'm going to stab this bitch, and then I'm going to go downstairs and hang myself because that's where the good hanging chair is. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> there was a reason. <laughs> My know. favorite hanging stool. Maybe yeah, he just didn't want to bring his work home with him. Wood beam that will support him, support his weight of his corpse. So uh, not that Catherine gives a, a damn one way or the other. She did <laughs> she, that I was mean, a she doesn't give Dude, listen, not a single damn. Here's the, here's she the thing. A partial damn. She doesn't give a, a tenth of a damn, a fraction of a damn. Do you guys believe the story? Well, I was going to say, here's the thing. As she's going through it, I feel like she's r- either reading or she's told this story so many times she's got it down like that. But mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't know. Like that's, that's a, that's the voice of a tough tough woman that has probably well, seen she's some from shit. milwaukee i've been to milwaukee man i've seen some milwaukee broads man they they do sound like her even in her even in their 20s you know so yeah. i mean chicken tacos yeah yeah those are those are those are tough broads my uh my dad's side of the family's from wisconsin my grandma all my aunts all grew up in wisconsin they're all from wisconsin we used to go to wisconsin to visit them and i'm telling you these bitches got chest hair they are <laughs> they are all their cheese people okay they're cheese people. So There's something about all that milk protein that just turns you into a fucking like half a bovine already. There is a reason why the Green Bay Packers do not have cheerleaders. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's a hundred percent correct. Catherine, thank you so much for your phone call. That was incredible. Catherine, uh, Catherine we do believe you. I want to say we believe you. I believe uh, all you, women. You could still, <laughs> you could still not give a damn, but we believe you. Yeah, uh, we do. Ah, yeah, I'm more inclined to believe than disbelieve because I know that there's a lot more going on that we can really fully comprehend. Even though Jason Almy feels like he's got a, a PhD in the, the universe and he knows everything. I think I have there's a so much going every- on that we can't even grasp. Uh, you guys want to crack into some of these uh, emails? What you yeah, got? I, got, I got a submission here. Do you want to do yours? Uh, yeah, simple- well, mine is actually uh, my story is a little longer so wow. I'm gonna uh, do like an audio thing I'm okay. gonna have like the the Google reader do it for me because yeah, I feel like robot. it's a little spookier um, but by all means if you have one uh, queued yeah. up there ready to go go for it I, I've got two and this one's a shorter one so I got this queued up I'll just read this out and then we can do my longer one a little bit later because because that one is a bit a bit longer so this is from uh my homeboy Caleb from the all bros podcast shout uh, out all bros shout out all bros shout out Caleb uh Caleb's a good dude he just had a baby too like me so we we chat sometimes about like the new father life that type of shit but I did ask him if he had a ghost story today I said hey do you got a ghost story that you could share you know just in case and so he said this is not like a really a ghost story but there was a barn a few blocks down from my house growing up we had to walk by it to get to school and I would always cross the street to avoid walking directly in front of it because the old man whose barn it was was creepy and had chains hanging from the ceiling and would watch <laughs> us as we walked by. But one time I got suspended from school for a week, and when I was walking to school, the barn was straight up gone. So after a week, he walks back to school. He hadn't passed the barn for a week, and now it's just straight up gone. Nothing was left of it. No de- demolition debris, no concrete foundation, no nothing. It was seriously like someone came and plucked this barn out of thin air. Never saw the old man again. Asked my dad about it years later, and he has no idea what happened to this day. His thoughts? Aliens. Thank you, Caleb. I co-sign on aliens. Thank you, Caleb. <laughs> Anunnaki Johnson. Where well, I got? I've got questions. Like where? Where is this at? What I mean? Like I? I don't. So, 
he's, if it's an he's old barn, barn, if it's an old barn, concrete slabs or whatever were not like like you didn't have to pass a fucking code you know like you just put that shit on the dirt so i mean like that's whatever and you gave them a whole week i mean like a fucking team of goddamn illegals could have that shit cleaned up in fucking two hours so i mean like i don't i don't yeah but i don't know about a whole you have the the foundation the the um the hole is covered up there's grass grown over it it's that would be the thing it was just Boop, boop, taken yeah, and gone. Even a week later, if they completely demolish it, first of all, it's he's in Utah. Okay. There's no there's no illegals. The Jehovah's Witness chases them all away. <laughs> so uh those Jehovah's Witnesses are not there, they don't I mean, have you ever seen a Hispanic Je- Jehovah's Witness? I'm just gonna say the Mormons or whatever they're out there. Mormons, Church yes. of Black Saints. Yeah, as a whole bunch of blonde hair, blue eyes, not a whole lot of people looking like Kaz, our our homie casual. Shout out to homie Kaz. But if they remove this whole thing, I mean, even if they somehow snuck some Mexicans in past the Mormons and they got them through to remove the barn, there would still be like a patch of earth where nothing was growing. Because That would be the smoking gun. That yeah, would be the smoking, me, gun. smoking gun. Yeah. So he hallucinated a barn. That's that's cool. I mean, it, do that. Yeah, I've, I've hallucinated lesser things. So, I mean, you know, it is what it is. You hallucinated a ghost tickling your feet. Shots fired. <sighs> You're lucky that we're letting the listeners do the heavy lifting tonight because I would fucking shove that story straight down your fucking throat for the third time. Okay? I mean, you can't you can't just look at it and kiss it once, dude. You got to put the whole thing in your mouth. Fucking send it, baby. I want you to That's tickle the balls. You- give me a reach around. I want the whole fucking story. I need to hear a snarl. You got to give me the whole full-blown mustache ride now what do you mean lay that story on me oh for like the 19th time you want to hear that story so me and jason can fight look it's we're at the 40 minute mark all right and we have been very cordial to each other tonight and you want to fucking give us the arena to start fighting that's what you're looking for stirring the pot all right fucking hard have we met (laughs) he does stir the pot what's your story didn't you have one too i want to hear your siri story me personally or the siri story the siri story all right, let me see if I can hook my phone up to this. And then we got more calls to make, too. We got a long list of people that would like to uh, get in on this tonight. Yeah, we got to call Ben next. Fuck I can't me. hear it in my headphones for some reason. Okay. Um, so you're going to have to just let me know, and I'm just going to read along at my own pace, okay? Okay. Okay. All right. Excellent. What's up, creatures? Here's my spooky ghost story. So I was on my way to my boyfriend's house and just driving down the street when I saw one of those roadside grave sites, and felt like a shiver run down my spine. Then I felt something in the car with me, sitting in the back seat watching me. I continued to drive to my boyfriend's house. I felt one of the entities get out of the car with me as I parked and approached the house and entered the house and saw a shadowy figure standing in the doorway and felt a presence with me all night. So naturally I went to a medium the next day and just sat there and listened. Turns out, the first specter was the car accident victim that was brought into the car by the second one, who followed me into the house and it turns out is my spiritual guide and now watches us have choke. Sex. And that's super weird but as Adam says, a spooky party is a spooky party. (laughs) Thanks motherfuckers. Locks, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Who was that? I like her. Uh, it like says her. low. Okay. From Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Philadelphia. Okay, cool. That was a great way to sign off. So I dug it. Yeah. And uh, I, I've I've been part, party to those tr- drive by, jump in your car ghost type stories before. So I mean, like, I, it's I'm with it, dude. 
Yeah, that's that's crazy that uh, she had an entity with her before she felt uh, the presence of like a confused presence, and then that's a. I mean, so what I her. what I get from that is that if she had something rolling with her, I, if I'm if I'm a if I'm a stray ghost on the side of the road and I see this chick driving down the street and she's got like a, a domesticated ghost with her. I'm going to be yeah. like, Oh, Hey, you, you speak my language, you know? And then fucking yeah, you're a ghost too. Yeah, ghost you jump in yeah. there. And then you're like, Oh, look, I'm dealing with this. Let me fucking boo, boo, boo. And you know, you guys yeah. communicate or whatever. Cause I think at the end of the day, unless you're a, like a malevolent force, you're one of those low vibration demons or whatever. You're just trying to figure out what, what's going on. Cause I've heard that too. So many times is that, they're stuck and they don't even realize they're dead. And once you tell them that they're dead and they need to move on, that they do. Well, that's the yeah. entire premise of um, the movie from 1995 that's available on Blu-ray Steelbook in uh, 4K, Casper <laughs> uh, the Friendly Ghost, starring Christina Ricci. Um, right? Her dad, whoever yeah. he was, that handsome man. In, in real life? I mean, I'm, I no, would assume that's Mr. Ricci. And then doesn't know that he's dead. And then Casper, the friendly ghost, calls Christina Ricci to this spooky house. No. And he gets there. And then his three uncles are. I've never seen know, that film, that, <laughs> that film classic, apparently. So it, it you sounds. You see it on Steelbook. Okay. It's not, yeah. I mean, I actually have three copies on Steelbook. I'll ship you one, Chris. Thank you. Um, it's, it sounds like Lowe had uh, the spirit traveling with her. Which kind of gets me thinking about something that I've, I've been wondering about recently. I want to throw this by you guys and see what you think. Uh, there's a lot of stories and, and different like uh, movies and, and books and stuff in the media that sort of almost conflict where in some uh, stories like the ghost is, is haunting like a specific geographic location, usually like a house or something, but they don't really leave. Like if you get out of the house, you're cool. If you're in the house, you're fucked because there's a ghost in there wanting to fuck you up and scare the shit out of you or whatever. But as long as you can get yourself out, you're okay. Then in other stories, you, you kind of hear that the ghost has maybe more like ability to roam less, uh, like tied to one geographic spot. What do you guys think? Is this like, are there rules? They're like, well, you got- I, I think that if they have the ability to tie themselves to a structure, they have the ability to tie themselves to a human Yeah, um, yeah. because all things have energy depending on, you know, what type of energy and how much energy, but uh, we are all made out of the same stuff as we've discussed on a numerous uh, episodes, but you know, uh, you and the wall are the exact same molecular structure, right? So if science and magic tie together, you're both made out of stardust, you're both made out of atoms, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, so man. somewhere in there, there's a, a relative familiarity. So if you can attach yourself to say a house, like a, a haunted house or like a doll, you know what I mean? What says that you can't attach yourself to maybe a living being or a necklace that that person wears and then travel, you know, whatever, whatever it is. So I, I could only imagine that. Um, and, you know, I, as mentioned previously in the, in the beginning of this episode, I believe that people can have like protector of ghosts and, and things of that nature and also can just be haunted. Like you could just have some revenant ass motherfucker behind you like, hey, what's up? Don't eat that taco. And like, you know, you're uh, again, it it all depends on, I guess, the the energy. And uh, as Jess was explaining, you could cleanse 
the shit yeah. out of everything. You That's know the I mean? idea so, behind Reiki, yeah? Like, those guys come in and they sever the yeah. ties between the spirits and the, but, the living or whatever. Like, that's the whole practice. They they pull you they pull you away that's from That's dangerous, that. man, though, because if you do it too many times, what if you take your own spirit out of you? Damn. Yeah, that can happen. Totally. Are you being facetious? Yeah, absolutely. What the fuck? What, what do you want from me? Do you know me? Don't you know me? So, uh, like, I just, I, I see. I thought he was being for real for a second. I love the idea of a ghost attaching itself to an item that's not a person, not a house. Because I feel like the person in the house shit is played out. But I like the idea of like a pendant, uh, a family heirloom, something that you would naturally want to hold on to. and Like, keep. A, like a cooler with wheels on it. Yeah. <laughs> like, like imagine. Handle, you know, like, you're like the ghost that protects all the bush ice. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. That's an important <laughs> job. Yeah. Haunt the shit That's, out of that Yeti. Yeah, yeah. I haunt I haunt a fucking three hundred dollar Yeti. What do you haunt? Some fucking broke ass igloo, thirty dollar shit? Get the fuck <laughs> broke ass bitch ghost. <laughs> I I haunt a fifty five dollar Coleman with a cush handle on it. It's got two compartments though. I, I haunt an old mattress from Goodwill. It's got mad jizz stains on it. it smells terrible. <laughs> Good luck cleansing that motherfucker, okay? Yeah, really? Yeah, shit. Stanley oh, Steamer ain't yeah. doing shit. Uh, ain't got nothing on me, yeah. dog. You ain't uh, cleansing it. Burn Jay, all the sage you want to burn. That's right. Jay, this made me you think of that that shitty that shitty Netflix show that you and I just recently oh, watched. That yeah. where yeah, the, all the people that were were killed on this property couldn't leave like the perimeter of the property, and like they were yeah. running to the edge, and they would hit this imaginary fucking barrier, and then they would just stop. They even tried to possess the where children. They tried to no. possess the living and have them cross through the barrier in the living and the fucking the kid would hit it and they would like get knocked out of the body. I have to think that like not that that's like, you know, a blueprint for like the spiritual realm or anything, but I mean like I'm sure some of that's probably applicable, right? I mean, that's certainly what I was thinking of when I asked that question because it does seem like in some tales the ghosts can move freely and in some they're well, like locked in. There there are if if someone is tied to say a structure or a building or something of that nature, all Hallows Eve is a is a thing, right? That's when so they can bust out, right? Halloween, the night before Halloween, they can roam freely. So motherfuckers can go to Wisconsin and hang out with the rats in them with fucking Catherine and eat tacos <laughs> and fucking you know, if they can make it an overnight flight, if they can, you know, maybe like if they're haunting in Newark and they can get on a flight with like some dude and fly over to Hawaii, as long as they can make it back in time, you know what I mean? I think that they're OK. But if they get caught outside of their little safety net around their structure, I guess the grounds or the property that they're they're haunting on before the sun rises on the, the the next day november 1st or whatever i think that then they'll be fine right like that i, I would like to me. think so i would like to think so are I, you I, are you being facetious again i'm That's not in this case i'm being totally serious and i'm also being serious when i say if you do come as a ghost if you come to visit uh summersworth new hampshire and you go to that little graveyard and you're like chris if you go into that that taco bell you better pour out half of that mountain dew baja blast on the grave or you're gonna get fucking haunted period. you know me so well i swear to god dude like you get know that me. Baja this is a match made in heaven i'm so glad that we're together you Ditto. know you know me so well Ditto. let's call ben let's see what ben's up to yeah let's make another call yeah we got calls to make tonight people we got spooky stories to hear and ben has had some like weird demonic shit happen to him i can't wait to hear about this 
That guy's gonna when he dies, he's gonna haunt a gym too. By the way, he's gonna haunt the locker room. He's gonna look at everyone's meat. Hello. Uh, excuse me. Is this Ben, the angry dad? Yes, it's him. Ben, you're live with the creatures of the night, brother. How you doing? Woo! I'm doing good, What's brother. Up, ben? Doing good. What's up, Ben? How you doing, brother? Oh man, doing good. I'm watching you guys on Facebook. Oh shit! Yeah. This is like Podception. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's like pods inside of pods. Inside you know what my I'm ass. Well, I mean. It, it, everybody knows you you were on with us a couple of weeks ago and you told some some crazy fucking stories and i think the other creatures have some questions for you so for our audience that may may not have heard our episode together why don't you tell the story that you told me about the crazy brush with the dark arts and then we can we can discuss that's some crazy okay. shit now hey it wasn't crazy shit and i fucking lived through it and it haunts me to my fucking this day itself man it freaks me out even talking about it I get the shivers. My fuck, all right, my fucking got goosebumps all over. I'm like motherfucking shit. Wait, wait a minute. Hold but, on. Uh, your skin's not tight, so tight that you don't get goosebumps. We just assume <laughs> that you're so incredibly vascular that your body has ceased the ability to create goosebumps. That's what we call that dick skin. Hey, that's that dick skin. That shit's tighter than dick skin. <laughs> well, here, this is how it went down. Uh, back in high school. So I was with my, uh, before then, uh, we did get married, but uh, high school sweethearts, um, you know, and you know, we're, we're hot and heavy, all this fucking bullshit. I'm at her house, nice. you know, and <laughs> mom was cool with me. Dad wasn't cool with me. So I had to, you know, I had to be, I had to leave at a certain time and all that fucking good shit. But uh, one day I walk into the room and she's fucking crying. And before all this goes, let me get a little context to it. Fucking. You know, her mom and her would tell me about all this fucking dark art shit, like the straight bruja shit, bro. I'm talking about mm. closing windows, moving shit, seeing shit, doing shit. And I would see a little bit of it here and there. They kind of make the door move with the fucking window, the fucking the curtains. I'm like, you know, I'm, I ain't tripping. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, now, hold on, hold on. So Can I, would, I stop you here? Are are they into, do they do Ouija board shit? Are they, they got... uh the cards in them? Are they doing all types of fucking spooky shit, or are they just regular nah, schmegular? Nah, nah. Yeah, you, a, a true brewer will never, ever, ever let you really fucking know. You know what I'm saying? They don't fucking project it. They don't say nothing. It's when you start getting to that inner circle where you start reaching in, and then all of a sudden, okay, now guess what? We're going to let you know what we do. That's how Fact. they do it. They don't, you know what I'm saying? It's all on the yeah. under, always. Real deal bullshit. They don't fucking speak about it. They're just about it. So what do they do that not about like do are these like normal people that like watch saturday morning cartoons and eat cocoa puffs or like hey, do they hey, have nor- hey, everyday normal fucking latino fucking women that you like i said you, you wouldn't you wouldn't even be able to tell the difference between anybody else but they that- they clearly fuck with santeria in them though right clearly clearly yeah. this yeah. like awesome. you can tell if you know what you're looking for the average motherfucker out there doesn't know shit are they uh cubano or puerto rican now nah, we're all Chicano. Okay. Yeah, because uh, I'm out here in the Bay Area. I'm in a, a little town called Decoto, and like I said, it's just straight body all right here. Heard that. Oh, yeah. So, um, you know, they start letting me know all this shit, and I'm like, all right, cool. I ain't tripping, you know? And then, uh, like I said, I, one day we're about to eat dinner. I walk into a room, and in her room, she has all these, like, Victorian-style porcelain, the super fucking expensive collector doll. I'm talking about mm-hmm. she has like say like fifty in a small ass room, all facing in different directions and shit. It's just like I always thought it was creepy as fuck, but I'm like, hey, it's whatever she collects them, she collects them. 
And so fucking, uh, I go in there, she's crying, and all of a sudden she's letting me know what the fuck she's doing. You know what I'm She's like, I did something. I'm like, well, what'd you fucking do? You know, and she's all, well, this is what I did. I seen the candles in front of the mirror in her room, and fucking, she's all, something happened to my grandmother. I don't believe it was, like, natural. I believe it was, like, a murder. You know, she was, like, killed. And so she reached out for help. And when she reached out for help, something reached back. And when it reached back, I'll help you. Exactly. And so fucking, you know, just like on those fucking movies, those TV shows, it wasn't what it was. And then all of a sudden it starts telling you, you need to let me out or I'm going to kill somebody you love. And so fucking, you know, she's crying, telling me this. And I'm like, oh, shit. So, you know, she's in the room. I happen to look up and every one of those fucking dolls was looking right the fuck at me, bro. Like straight murder. Like fuck those dolls. No fuck those dolls no anyway. Fucking reason, bro. No fucking reason for them motherfuckers to have. Like I said, they all face in different directions, pointing in different ways. You know, all set in different fucking stances. And I'll go up. I'd start swinging at right them dolls. Up. I'd be like, "You're porcelain. I'm about to fucking shatter you." Like I fucking get the hands hey, up. Hey, so and that, that that was my motherfucking cue to get her mom. I fucking grabbed her mom, pulled her with the fuck. She goes, okay, uh, go get the, uh, go get, you know, her brother and her sister, take them to my room. So I go, I fucking grab them. Brother was already in there watching TV. I grabbed the sister. We're sitting down. They're watching cartoons. They're like, hey, what the fuck's going on? I'm like, oh, no, bitch, we're just going to hang out right here. You know what I'm saying? Just doing like that kind of big brother thing. Like, it's all good. Don't worry. And then fucking next thing you know, I start crying. And I don't know I'm crying. You know what I'm saying? Because this is all what's related to me because it's all blank. You see, I'm fucking crying, I'm crying, and then all of a sudden, bam, I'm on the fucking floor. And then all of a sudden, something starts dragging me to the fucking bathroom, trying to pull me into the fucking mirror. And as it's doing this shit, the mom sees it, they're throwing now, were you, were you, at me. Now, Ben, were you cock diesel at this time, or were you teeny tiny little baby Ben? <laughs> oh, no, no, check this the fuck out. When I was 10 years old, I was already 5'9", or 5'10". At 10 years, years old. old, I was 5'10". When I was were you pushing age, three bills, though, school, or were you regular Schmegula 160? Like a swole 5'10"? No, 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 I, I, I 250 pounds. At that moment in time, I was 6'1", 250 pounds. Ooh. Still, I mean, that's what I fucking am right now, dog. I'm 39 years like old. I, but, hey, you know what I'm saying? But I, I, I grew up a fucking monster. But I was genetically gifted as a kid. Like, there was no reason for me being You had that Monsanto water down where you're from. Six, I'm six five and three hundred pounds now. Mm. Like I said, it just it was like the most craziest bullshit. Because all I remember is waking that the women keep waking me up, saying prayers at me, throwing holy water, explaining to me what the fuck happened. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And so, so you just woke up in the bathroom with a couple of people standing over you, splish splashing you with water. It's real fucking talk. Damn. And what did they say happened? What was what what? They, They were just letting me know. The brother and sister said I started crying, and all of a sudden I'm getting dragged. And then fucking the mom comes in. She, you know, she's saying the Lord's fucking prayer, doing all that fucking shit to me. I wake up, I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And then all, you know, we ain't got much time. You know what I'm saying? They're just like, we got to grab all the stuff, and then we got to take it to running water. Well, luckily, I live in the Bay Area, so we have bridges galore, the ocean right next to us. So fucking we gather all the shit up, gather all the candles, the mirror. We have to take it to running water. She says a little blessing on this shit. And fucking we're and the bridges we're on, you can't stop on them. You can't stop on. There's no fucking side ramps. There's no none of this stuff. You, it, 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 this is now nah, you got to park anyway. and run. Yep. We get to the fucking tippy top of the Sam or the Dumbarton Bridge. We get to that motherfucker. I get out the fucking van. Who tops that shit? 
But the whole fucking time we're driving there, the windows are just straight fogging up. There's no reason for them to be fogging up. But, you know, we're breathing hard and all this stuff. But we live in the area, so it's not cold. Yeah, but it's not cold it's not, outside. Yeah. So these motherfuckers are, are sitting there fucking just fogging up. And you can see faces in the fog. Like, you can see the makes of That's eyes crazy. and mouths. And she keeps swiping them away, but they just keep popping up. You know? And it's just like some crazy-ass shit. And then you know what you should have did? You should have drawn a dick and then, like, put Going it right in, in the mouth. Right yeah. in the mouth. Right where their mouth was going, you just draw a dick in the in the fog yeah. and go. Oh, hey, you oh. right now. <laughs> hey, get rid of the demon. The demon's like, oh, hey, no homo now. You might want to draw that dick, but that dick ain't coming out. <laughs> dude, that's a permanent dick, dude. You ready? Uh, you ready to fucking <laughs> drop that permanent dick game? Come on, man. You ain't been there. <laughs> dude, he's an angry dad. But, uh, he's a dad. He drops permanent dick game all the time. Oh, bars. <laughs> <laughs> so after that shit was done uh we get back to the house we're like they dropped me off i'm I, you know of course i ain't fucking sleeping because i don't know what the fuck she's i'm gonna pick it first thing tomorrow we're going straight to church we go to the church this is a whole fucking blessing on both of us and then we end up going for like a whole month straight you know all this shit going on you know next thing you know you know years later you know we get married we have kids and all that fucking shit but it's just like some of the most craziest fucking shit and like after that after that happened I, was, I told Chris, like, my bed, like, you know, when, you, when you're in a house, you can feel when a semi goes by, you can feel when a truck goes by, how it kind of vibrates the house. My hmm. fucking bed, is, and like I said, it hasn't happened in my new house, but even at, but at my old house, I'd wake up and it'd just be shimmying, just kind of shake, just a slight fucking shake, just enough to wake me up, to remind me I'm fucking here, I'm fucking waiting. Yeah. You see, so think that's how it know. feels. Yep. It couldn't have been an earthquake right now some crazy fucking shit well no because then the rest of the house would move right it's just the bed when he's yeah, oh, yeah. like yeah. i said the whole house is any like even where my house was even at the time no semis can go through because it's a small neighborhood but you know so even a big truck or anything like that it would shake the house you would see the house move but it's yeah. not, not that it would just only be my bed you know what I'm and saying? like you and said you're three bills you ain't enough, shaking a bed stop. with a fucking breeze it's yeah it's gonna take a little bit to to, to move him around so I got another question. You wound up marrying this broad, right? Yeah. What happened with all the porcelain dolls? Does she still got them? Uh, crushed. <laughs> crushed. Crushed. <laughs> crushed them motherfuckers, dude. Did you, did yeah, you, come on, man. You think I'm going to fly around? I've seen dolls too many fucking times. I've seen Puppet Master too many fucking times. Yeah, dude. Fuck we're that. taking batting practice with those motherfuckers, crushed. dude. Crushed. I, I love it. I, that was a no, perfect. Put, that, that put them shit. Around. Put them shits in a fucking pitching machine and go fucking all a rod in the night in fucking two thousand and nine. All over those motherfuckers. Oh yeah, like I yeah. You still got to deal with this girl from time to time because you guys got kids together, right? Oh my god, nightmare of my fucking life. But it is what it is. But the thing is, nope. I love crazy, and it, that you know what I'm saying. What can you fucking do? I'm yeah. with you, man. So it sounds like it sounds like it sounds like there's a little bit of acrimony in the relationship now. Maybe you guys don't get along anymore because you're divorced and shit. Oh yeah, yeah, that is a hundred percent. Like, like uh, this woman took my kids away from me for a her. whole year, bro, and fucking said every dirty thing in the because you got to remember, I'm Mexican, I'm covered in tattoos, I got a bald head, I match the description, no, but, whatever you fucking say. You know what I'm saying? I'm already guilty, no matter fucking what. Yeah, he sold me drugs and kicked the shit out of my grandma. Totally. Um, <laughs> exactly. But do you think there's any possibility that she uses this dark arts shit 
like calls the demon back and like, hey, you know, I'm not with this guy anymore. So you want to fuck him up now? Go, go for it. I mean, is there any way you think that oh, she man. uses this stuff still to this day and maybe targets you a little bit and like puts her eye on you? Like, hey, let's go fuck up Ben because he pissed me off or whatever. Like, I'm divorced well, now and he's a, he's a punk bitch or whatever. I, is there any possibility she well, puts shit that, on you? To the there, there, there is a possibility to do it, but you, one thing you got to remember is the first thing you taught me, whatever you do, you receive back. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, like, what her mom, she was very strict about what she would say and what she would do, and she'd be like, look, under, under fucking stand, because it's not just me, it's the kids, too. Yeah, and so, the, the the rule is typically, too, whatever you put out, it comes back, like, times X whatever, right? Like times. Wait, so if back, I give blowjobs, yeah. I'm going to get blowjobs? Yep. <laughs> You put, it, you put it out there, baby. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. All right. I'm sucking dick. That's how that works. That's what he's oh, saying. That's it. He's saying. It all comes back to sucking it, dicks, dude. I got one last question I'm for sorry, you, it's ben. the center of the world. What do you expect? <laughs> Hell yeah. What, Hell what, yeah. So sorry, one man. last question for me, at least, for you, Ben. Yeah. And, and you mentioned early in the story that um, the dad wasn't a huge fan of you he wanted to prevent his daughter from dating apparently so like you were not a part of that equation is it possible like you guys were doing some sneaky sneaky behind his back so that you could still date and hang out when he wasn't around or whatever but is it possible that he got a whiff like this ben dude has been laying some pipe around my house is it possible that he like called up the demon he's like hey what do you what do you say we take it as Ben dude's laying some pipe around the house? I don't want that going on. Let's let's take care of him. Is there any possibility that he was involved and called like a, a demonic hit out on you? Is that a thing? Um, yeah, hey, now it, it is a fucking thing. But once again, like I said, you get back what you put in. But the thing is, is this uh, her dad was is and still has my respect because he is one of the most hardworking, legit. I'll help anybody, anything. To this day, I still talk to him. He calls me up. I help him. You know what I'm saying? Because he always, he needs projects done. He you know he's got to pay. this is this guy literally works eight days a fucking week. Mm. Never takes a fucking day off, and we get mad at me for fixing his stuff around the house. Once we once he got to know me, because like uh you know once we me and him got on on the same page, doesn't got a hateful bone in his fucking body. Mm. It's a beautiful thing. That's a good thing. Yeah. So he works on Christmas and shit. Exactly. He does, does like straight up Mexican. Like I say, he, two three jobs all the fucking time to this yeah. fucking day, and he's fucking like sixty two fucking years old. Still gets up, still goes to work, goes to work like at five o'clock in the morning. Don't come home till like eight. I'll tell you what, not for nothing, but like the majority, I want to say maybe 85% of the Mexicans that I know that are over the age of 50 are the exact same way. There are guys like I, I've dated, you know, Spanish girls before. And oh, things I'm, of that nature. I was going to say, there's guys no. that you have dated. That's where I was. I was like, no, <laughs> no, no, no. no. Needle, I only date younger Spanish guys and generally not Mexican. I like, you know, Argentinian, Brazilian guys. Normally, I like the twinks. You know, I want to shout, shout out to Danny, the super <laughs> producer. Um, this dude either this dude either has a, a fucking like workhorse work ethic or. He wants to avoid the shit out of his wife. I mean, both things can be. <laughs> both can be true. Know. That's that's one thing that we've been both fifty can be hours a day. We've been struggling with this with you for months with this shit. Everything is not black and white. Two things can be true, Jay. Por qué no los dos? <laughs> no, there. Uh, ¿Cómo se dice en español la dualities? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> I don't know. Ben. Los dualities. Yeah, thanks, Jay. I wasn't asking you, dummy. So I'm the doctor here, you cocksucker. So get with it. Uh, ben, thank you so much for fucking calling in, man. We really do appreciate you. That's one um, hell of a story. 
Thanks for fucking hanging out, dude. That was a killer story. That's a story. crazy story, I mean, dude. That's a crazy yeah. story. There's a lot of stories they have yeah, getting I appreciate coming on. Fuck yeah. We we got to have – look, you and I have to sit down and we have to have a conversation about um, deja vu and alternate dimensions because we – it's just – there are too many parallels between your story and my story. We got to sit down and we got to have like a nice long conversation with like charts and boards and <laughs> – we got to draw strings oh, yeah. and shit like that. It's good. Uh, we got to, we got to break this in the strings of the fabric of life, bro. Cause, uh, that's right. I've seen it. I've ben. seen the divides and it's fucking insane. Ben is a whole ass creature, dude. We're going to have to get him back. Hey, for Ben, his own episode, Ben, next dude. time I go to California, I might have to come down. Maybe we'll smoke a little DMT together. Yeah. I was thinking, Ben, ready? I'll come visit you. We'll do steroids together. Fuck. Yeah, dog. Hell Let's yeah. Talk. Straight <laughs> to the dick. Yeah. <laughs> Do all that fucking steroids, dog. Yes. Straight three CC, bro. All right, brother. Thank we'll you so much, you, man. All right, you guys have a good one. Thanks, Ben. Peace. Yeah, he's just a good guy. Ben's just a Ben's just a good guy. He's a solid dude. Ben's yeah, Ben's the man. He is a solid dude. I think we got another voicemail. I think we got a voicemail from one uh, young Doctor Zeus. I do see something flashing here. It doesn't have a name attached to it, but we'll check it out and see what it is. Uh, and Zeus, Zeus, no, um, I don't like dudes, uh, but thank you for your offer. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> here's the thing, too. We're not like a, a obviously we're not like a professional operation here. We don't have somebody screening calls or taking these down. So like when I hit play, this is the first time we're all hearing this. So like you guys oh, hear yeah. it right there with us. The old, the old Coast to Coast AM hosted by Art Bell, he used to do open lines, no call screeners. You got what you got. And if you cussed, he That's dumped amazing. you. The fact is, we're doing it. It's not that we're unprofessional. It's that we're trying to keep shit raw and uncut. Real. For our li- we respect you guys. We're not trying to cook this production with some you know floozy broad intern who's getting paid $9 an hour to Why preach. Not? I was going to say, do we have one? <laughs> Can like, we get a floozy Can we get one? No, we can't because Adam sexually harasses them all. We're going to get sued. Ah, uh, right. All right. Well, My bad. I'm sorry. I ruined the fun for everyone. Let's see what this one is. What's up? This is Dr. Zeus from the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. So the paranormal kind of runs in my family. My grandmother died about, oh, shoot, 20 years ago. My brother remembers when she died that the shadow tried to get him. He thought it was my grandmother. So he runs out the room screaming. There have been so many different instances, but recently, so my grandmother's husband, my grandfather died back in September. He died exactly at 4.15. I woke up at 4.15, so I, I think he in a way tapped me, because I hadn't seen him in a week. Everyone would go to see him, and I had seen him once before when he went into hospice. And so the week that we buried him, last week, we buried him last week, and so I go to take a bath, you know. It was uh, to just, like, unwind the week, and I lit some sage, and I said, as I lit it, I hope that I can get in contact with my grandparents at some mm. point. Yeah, you fucked and up putting it out there. So I'm getting ready to go to sleep, and I hear footsteps outside my bedroom window. They were not dog footsteps. They were footsteps. So in a way, I someone came through. I don't know who it was. It was probably one of my grandparents. But, you know... And, and I totally believe in this stuff. I always have, I've always maintained a connection with family members who are dead and friends who are dead, you know. So there is something beyond all of this. If we can't see it, there's a reason why. There's a scientific reason behind everything. And so, yeah, I totally believe in ghosts. And then here's another thing I'll talk about. I hope no one else is in the room. Um, one night I was sleeping. 
and I felt something penetrate my ass. And all I could think of was, it was maybe an angry ghost. Um, right now I have a candle lit for protection. Yeah, so that's an angry I know ghost. about the realm and everything. I mean, you know. Um, Damn. I, I think I think, you know, you can conjure good ghosts and bad ghosts. You know, it depends on your I energy. You and, and you got to be careful. I don't play with tarot cards. I don't do any of that. You know, um, so it's it's all about the energy and it's all about everything that we put out there. You know what I mean? And I had talked to someone agree. recently who, from a different spiritual uh, uh, because I'm not I'm not religious, and they said to me that one of my grandmothers protects me. Um, she tries to block out all the negativity for me and all the evil you know, evil spirits trying to get me and all that. And so I totally believe that. So, yeah, that's, this is Dr. Zeus of the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. I just did a film on Nefertu, the vampire film. Wanted, I, I mean, I could talk about ghosts all day. Unpleasant dreams. Peace. Thank you, Dr. Zeus. Thanks, that's, Dr. Um, Zeus. I think that's kind of, that's, that's really, that's parallel a lot with what ben, Ben's story was because I think that it's, it was good intentions. Somebody reaching out to try to contact a grandparent, but like all the, I gotta imagine that the 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 other the other side is like a big plexiglass fucking window and a bunch of goddamn crazy ghosts and spirits and demons all like pawing zombies. At it and shit. Yeah, yes. just, yeah. And then when you're the like, hey, I want to talk to my door. Well, you're like, I want to talk to my grandma, and then there's some fucking crackhead that's like, I'm your grandma, you know, and they come fucking jumping yeah. through, you know, like you don't ever, yeah, you, you never let know what one you're in, get. yeah, you let one in. Now imagine if you open some sort of portal, and you let more than one in, and then you have some sort of fucking crazy spiritual gangbang, you know, like, <laughs> and that's maybe what happened to Doctor Zeus is what he's saying. Spiritual gangbang is a great title, so I'm glad that we uh, we came to this point. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm just, say, I got you. Thank you. Yeah, a constant font of wisdom there. I, I feel like uh, all night tonight, I'm, I'm like trying, trying. Uh-oh. It's the, it's the point. This is the point in the episode where Jason Almy's board shits out, and he has to reboot it and come back in. Yeah. Why, why don't you just filibuster? There we, and there we go. There we go. He's back. He's just, back. He's why don't back. you just filibuster for me instead of just fucking, why don't you just <laughs> draw, draw attention to it? I'm going to fuck StreamYard up. I swear to God, if, if StreamYard was a ghost, I'd cleanse my shit. I might still cleanse my shit as StreamYard. Fuck you, StreamYard. Kiss my fucking ass. I've had it with your bullshit. Anyway. We pay for this I'm, shit, goddammit. I'm, I'm evaluating all of these stories and trying to put myself into the mindset of like, I believe this shit tonight. And, and for one thing, for Zeus's credit, I want to say nobody makes up a story about a ghost penetrating your booty hole. No, no, just, nobody's going to say I got fucked up my ass by a ghost and they're making it up. This that's 100% a true story. When someone yeah. says ghost got <laughs> yeah. my ass, I believe you 100%. Well, just did you, uh, you know what? I'm not even going to. Don't worry about it. No, no, no. Scientology. Scientology. They think that the spirits go inside of your butt and then you have to go clear and get them out of your butt. They come from a volcano and they sneak into your anus. Yeah. That's like totally. a real actual factual. So you got to get some kind of like uh, you got to cleanse your butt. No, you got to hold those two little uh, beer cans or whatever. The, the soup cans. Dude. Hold yeah. on to the soup cans. 
When you and guys then, come visit, we can go. The fucking Scientology capital of the world is right across the bay in St. That Petersburg. That big blue dude. building, right? Yeah, absolutely. Tom Cruise and them, they're all over yeah. there, dude. Fucking sitting up there like the yeah, goddamn John Sith. John Travolta, all of them. All of them, dude. Sitting in fucking chairs like the goddamn Sith Lords and shit, dude. We can go over there and hold them cans. Fuck yeah. Leah Remini's having butt stuff and all that, dude. Look, if Leah Remini's signing up for butt stuff, then I might have to show up just to see it. Yeah, dude. I think she- because of the butt stuff i think she she bounced she was like too much butt stuff you're Lame. right she did she went clear yeah no going clear is what tom cruise has done oh. going clear going clear is you're clearing all the spirits from your butt i understand yeah Thank no you. she's inviting the spirits back into her butt by going unclear yeah enema is that how they clear the spirits out of your butt no no it's the holding of the cans dude so i'm just saying if you were to funnel an entire jug of holy water into your anus then you could cleanse your butthole. That's be a sign. Have to be sage. That's what we call a protective circle. Okay. You got to put a salt ring around your butt cheeks and then pour sage smoke into it. Okay. Someone so has to blow a shoddy of sage into your b hole, and you then you got to part sage out. Yeah, you surround yourself in a circle of salt, and then you have to shit the ghost onto the other side of the circle, so it's outside of the circle. And I got to imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fuck, Doctor Zeus, that was a great story, man. Thank you so much. Uh, we appreciate you, motherfucker. I feel like we're going to have to get him on for his own episode, too. I feel like we need to invite him back and talk about more uh, ghost rape, because I think uh, succubuses and incubuses is a, is a point of interest for, for Adam, I think, if, if you allow me to speak for you. I mean, he is definitely a creature. No yeah. Yeah. Doctors is a whole ass creature. Um, do we have any more phone calls or any more uh, listener stories that we can get into? Because we're kind of almost turning into a pumpkin. We got we got at least one of each. I've got my listener submission, and then we've got John from uh, Sleep Terror Clothing Company. I fucking love John. Jay, do you want to go, or do you want to do you want to hit the phone lines? Let's do um. Well, how? Let's do. I'll I'll read this thing, and then we can hit the phone lines, and then you can end with Witchy Poo if you feel like it. <laughs> if you feel like it, I'm just gonna tease that. If you feel like uh, okay, it, okay, okay, okay. Got to be consensual. Okay, so. I'm reading a, I'm going to read uh, the email that I received from a listener a couple days ago. And, um, this is a true story. It's, uh, also the, the listener was a, it's a female. So I'm going to be reading from a is female. Is it Catherine again? No, it's not Catherine. No, it's not Catherine. It's like Catherine's <laughs> great granddaughter. Catherine are old friends now, man. Okay. So here we go. Hey creatures. I don't know if you're going to read this, but I feel like I need to get my story out there. When I tell people this story, they brush it off and just say, oh, wow, that's creepy. But this event really took a toll on me. This is a completely true story. My name's Chloe, and several summers ago when I was 17, I worked at a sleep. Hey, hold on real quick. Chloe sounds like if your name is Chloe, like you're going to get haunted. Yeah. Like, am I wrong? And probably in the anus, too. Like I'm Shut thinking it. that's probably where it's going to happen. So Chloe said, I loved it there. It was right on the water, and I thought it was going to be perfect. I was so wrong. At first, everything was normal until my last week. The last week is an older girl's week, meaning ages 11 to 13 for the campers, and all the counselors were female. I had a cabin of five girls, two of which were brats. They took up most of my time. The first two days that week were normal. I had a few homesick campers at bedtime, but with some reassurance, I got them to sleep. Homesickness with kids is only ever a problem the first few nights as the kids are adjusting to being away from home. That's why I was surprised when Kayla, one of the most independent girls in my cabin and my favorite, woke me up on the third night by standing in front of me and waiting for me to wake up. Creepy shit, Kayla. She then told me she thinks there's something outside the cabin and that she wants to go home. 
This camp was on an island surrounded by forests, so I told her it was probably just an animal. There were deer and raccoons at the camp all the time, and I got her back to to go back to bed. Spooky deer. Yeah, spooky deer, uh, possibly ghost rapist deer, I'm just saying. I didn't think twice about the exchange and fell back to sleep, as it was pretty common, like I said. This is where shit starts getting weird. The next night, Kayla does the same thing, wakes me up by standing there hovering over me. She told me that she has to go to the bathroom, which is a bit of a walk away from our cabin. I went with her, of course, and once we're in the bathroom in the light, it became pretty clear that she had wet herself. I asked her about it, and she said it was just an accident. All right, no problem. I let her clean herself up and went to get one of the camp leaders, wondering what to do about Kayla's sleeping bag. The camp leader's name was Elmo. All the counselors at the <laughs> no, camp. No, it had- wasn't. Hold on. Fuck, it was no, not, pump dude. the fucking brakes. <laughs> pump no, the brakes no, no. here. Look. Hey, let me let me finish the goddamn story. She's about to explain that the camp leader's name is Elmo. All the counselors at the camp had code names, something fun for the kids. You don't need to interrupt me to ask your goddamn question, cocksuckers. Hey, I'm not the only anyway. one that did. Why are you singling yeah, me no, out? No, you're both you're both fucking assholes. Just let me read. The camp leader's <laughs> name was Elmo. All the camp counselors had code names because it was fun for the kids. That's the explanation. What was Chloe's it's code not name? Elmo. It's not. It doesn't say Elmo on her goddamn birth certificate. But that was the fucking nickname she chose. I guess I don't was know. Chloe Cookie Monster. Chloe was Chloe was um uh Rosita Grover. Rosita the Grouch. Yeah. Still standing in the bathroom, Elmo starts to ask Kayla some questions because Kayla was 11, which is a little old to be pissing the bed, especially given how independent she's been thus far in the week and had no problem going to the bathroom her first few days. So Elmo asked if there was a reason for the accident, and Kayla answered that it was because she was scared. She was too scared to move or even get out of her sleeping bag. Elmo asked what she was afraid of, and Kayla said the man. Elmo asked Kayla what man. Kayla described him, and what she told us was terrifying. Elmo asked from street. Never mind. (laughs) Elmo asked if the man was tall. Kayla said, no, he was average height. Elmo kept trying to joke around with this girl, I guess, to try to ease her fears. But Kayla was not having this shit. It's like she was trying to warn us for real. Just how she spoke. She told us over a long period of Q&A that this man is not nice. He's male, but he's not human. She said he has been following her and her brother for a long time. She told us that one day she was playing in the forest at her grandparents' house, and that's when she met him. He scared her, and she ran away from him, but he always follows her, and he always showed up even when she traveled. I didn't know what to think at this point. I am a believer, but I was tired, and it sounded like a kid's nightmare after watching a horror movie or something. But he wasn't tall, so it's not Slender Man. Yeah, it's not Slender Man. It's just kind of like average dude. Average dude. After all that, Elmo got Kayla to calm down. She was crying during her story and got her to go back to bed with fresh sheets and blankets and stuff. And Elmo told Kayla that our repair guy, Shank, I doubt that's his real name either, was going to do some ghost busting for her in the morning and that everything would be okay, blah, Make blah, minimum. blah. Yeah. How is he qualified? So, um, I, You know what? You're about to find out. Okay. The next morning, okay. the counselor's meeting, before the kids wake up, I told all my counselor friends about this. I didn't tell all the counselors, just the ones I'm friends with. I didn't want this demon story to get out to the kids. It would rip through the camp before lunch, and the kids take this shit seriously. Then every kid would be up all night flipping their shit when a deer farts outside. We all tried to shrug it off and vowed not to tell anyone else what Kayla had said. Just as I wrapped up the story to the other counselors, this other counselor girl named Ace walks into the break room. We didn't like Ace. She was on a cooler nickname. She does. It's better than Elmo, but whatever. My grandpa always used to call me Ace. I mean, I never called you Ace. 
My grandpa did, but I he's the man. He also called me the N-word. I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> grandpa. Uh, not for nothing, that's a much cooler nickname than Ace. <laughs> but but we made small talk anyway. This is with Ace, the one she doesn't like, who's a bitch. Uh, they made small talk anyways, at which point she told us something that had us all shook. Ace told us that late last night, two girls from her cabin went out to the bathroom together, and as they were coming back, they started to freak out and run. They felt like something was following them, and they were both sobbing when they got back to Ace's cabin, and Ace had to calm them down, but got them back to sleep eventually. So even though this is weird, the other counselors and I decided not to tell Ace about Kayla's story because we were trying to avoid starting something around the camp. The rest of the day went like normal. Near the end of the day, right after the campfire, the repair guy, Shank, who also happens to be an actual ordained minister, Chris. I am too. What? I'm just saying. So am I, but I'm not fucking ghost busting, dude. Well, look, maybe he shouldn't be, but he's stepping outside of his clinical um, qualifications a little bit. I don't know. Oh, you think? I am a card-carrying member of the Universal Life Church, okay? I can marry you both right fucking now, and I'm not qualified to go fucking hunting ghosts. I'm just not. I wish you would. I wish you would. Well, Shank doesn't actually do any ghost busting. What he does is he invites Elmo and Kayla into the kitchen. He blessed a bag of salt for us. Now he was doing this mostly as a comfort for Kayla, almost like a joke thing that we do for a kid to give them reassurance. But Shank told her to be careful anyways, and he didn't like the way the situation was feeling. We would spread the salt in the cabin doorway and windows, making lines of salt so the demon couldn't enter. I thought this would solve our problem, right? Wrong. Incorrect. Incorrect. Wrong. Kayla pulled me aside before bed and looks up at me with the saddest face I've ever seen on a child. And all she says is, Ink, that's my code name, this isn't going to work. I appreciate it a lot, but the demon likes salt. He's going to come for it. Kayla's demon fucking likes salt. It was at that moment that everything hit me. I don't know why, but I started having a panic attack. I didn't want to let the kids see this, so I told Kayla just to try and get some rest, Then I slipped out and ran to the kitchen in tears. I begged Shank to let me sleep in the break room and have one of the senior staff members take my cabin for the night. He hugged me as I cried. I was so freaked out all of a sudden, and I don't know why it had hit me all at once. I was so overrun by terror, the likes of which I had never felt before. I felt as though something very bad was going to happen. Shank gave me another bag of blessed salt and his Bible to keep with me and told me I had to sleep in that cabin. I had to protect those kids and that it was God's plan for me. Looking back, maybe he was just fucking with me, but your bitch was horrified. Nonetheless, I did as Shank suggested. I clutched my flashlight and the Bible as I tried to sleep that night, but I still had this ominous feeling of fear and death looming over me. It was so creepy. I should note that this cabin was just a small room with four sets of bunk beds, two on either side of the room, and two windows, one at the back and one next to my bed. Directly outside the back window, there was a big tree, so there wasn't much of a view, but you could see clearly out of my window. It must have been 2 or 3 a.m., but there were no phones allowed or any clocks in the cabin, so I had nothing to tell the time or to stare at except the surrounding darkness. This is when shit really hit the fan. Oh, damn. All the girls (laughs) in my cabin completely all inhaled a deep breath at the same time and then exhaled the word ink that's my fucking code name so i whispered back are you girls awake and i get nothing after a few minutes of almost pissing the bed myself i heard i heard their normal snoring and shuffling sleeping sounds resume that wasn't the end of the creepiness of this night for me though a short while later i heard the door creak open there was an outer screen door as well as the inside door and i had both doors closed I heard the outer screen door creaking open, and I became alert immediately. Adrenaline coursed through me. 
I looked out my window and at the door, straining to see anything in the pitch blackness, when suddenly I saw a black flash to my right. I looked over and I saw this entirely black being of pure darkness, a black hole shaped like a man, leaning over one of the girls on the bottom bunk across from me. In that very moment, it reached for the girl's face. I flicked my flashlight on and leaped from the bed, gripping the Bible, and I said, God loves me, now get the fuck out of here. Wow. I shit you not. I saw the black mass dart towards the door, and the door just swung open, the inner door. It opened wide, and I believe the demon left. I still felt absolutely freaked out, but I didn't feel the same weight of terror as before. I didn't sleep a wink that night. As soon as I saw the sun start to come up, I dashed over to my good friend Marco's cabin, but before I could tell her anything of what I just saw, she told me that she was woken up in the middle of the night by someone or something breathing heavily outside our window next to her bed. But when she got up to check it out, thinking it was a kid or something, all she saw was a dark figure turning and darting into the forest. She brushed it off as a deer or something. We went for an early morning shower, and I told her everything. Afterward, as Marco and I were in the break room waiting for the others to wake up and join the morning meeting, Ace came in and told us something that made my blood run cold. She said she had looked out her window before bed around midnight when the moon and stars were lighting shit up, and she said that she saw a black figure that looked like a person leaning against the tree behind my cabin, looking into the window. Importantly, where she was describing to have seen the figure peering in was directly facing Kayla's bed in our cabin. At this point, I decided to tell Ace about everything. In fact, I told everyone. There was too much coincidental happenings for them to not believe me. Ace didn't know what Kayla had told me and and Elmo or my experience with the demon. And yet she had two experiences of her own, with her own girls being followed and seeing something looking into my cabin which seemed to match the description of Kayla's demon. And Elmo was there when Kayla told us her story of this demon so she could corroborate. When I got home, I swore never to go back to that camp. Fuck that shit. Yet I felt oddly safe as it didn't feel as as if the demon had followed me at all. I felt so oddly calm and peaceful in the following days. I told one of my friends who often has spiritual encounters and asked what he thought, and he told me something that creeped me out once again. He told me that when I was away at camp, the same night I had the encounter with the demon, A spirit told him I was in grave danger, and he said that he was praying for me that night repeatedly because he felt like something really bad was going on. He was so shocked to hear my story when I told him he was positive that I had encountered some kind of demon that had latched itself onto this girl. This experience frightens me to this day. This was a true story. No part of it was made up or exaggerated. If you actually read this, then let me know what you think. I don't know a lot about the paranormal. Honestly, it scares me, especially now, but please tell me what you think it was or if what I saw and heard could have been a figment of my imagination. I hoped it was, but when I got up in the morning, the door I know I had closed the night before was still open after I saw the figure open it and dart out, so I'm pretty sure it was real. Anyway, stay wild, guys. Pray for the girl, Kayla. I hope she doesn't have a demon following her. Chloe from Canada. Chloe, thank you so much. Yeah, that was a fucking wow. tale, dude. That was like those fucking Canadian demons. That's better than fucking anything we got all night. Ah, dude, she typed book, dude. Yeah, at first, at first, I thought it might have been maybe like a Slenderman story. Yeah, because you know Bobby Light for a while was super into Slenderman, so oh, we yeah. did all types of research on Slenderman and stuff like that. But those Canadian demons, they're different, bro. Don't fuck around with those Canadian demons. Don't, just t- don't fuck around with Canadian demons, dude. I'm telling you, 100. percent I like, right, so I like the fall. fact that she's got the balls to invoke God and say, get the fuck out in the same sentence. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yo, it's, Chloe, you're a bad bitch. She's like, I'm wielding fucking light and dark, motherfucker. Get the fuck back. And God God, told baby. You. 
Yo, Chloe, so, fucking hit us up online because we need to fucking extrapolate on this story. Yeah, for sure. Hit the DMs. Little bit. Absolutely. Thank you so oh, much. Bitch. That was fucking huge. Um, I do, Chris. Do you think God gets offended when you say words like "fuck" or "shit," or is it just limited to like Lord's name in vain, like "goddamn" and Jesus Christ and Jesus fucking Christ and Jesus butt fucking Christ? Or do you think he gets offended at like what about the- Jesus tap dancing Christ? <laughs> I think that's probably in the list of offensive. Yeah, I, yeah I, but like, but is tap dancing a sin? If you're I don't think tap Utah. Is, if you're, you're in Utah, yeah. If you're a footlock, we, we got to call Catherine and we got to ask her. Yeah, right. No, I think all that's bullshit anyway, Jason. I think that's all fucking organized religion, and I don't think that any of that actually matters. That those are rules of man. That's a different episode. Those are rules well, of man, Jason. Word. Okay, different episode. I'll bring it up then because I do have thoughts on that, but I don't think God cares when I say fuck. Yeah, I don't think. I so don't either. believe so either. Short story, I don't think he does. Although I do try not to say the Lord's name in vain. Like I try not to say like a lot of Jesus fucking Christs and shit like that. Because I think he well, might. What, how does he feel about you trying to look like Jesus Christ? <laughs> I think because I do it in a respectful way. I think. Uh, I think are you doing it in a respectful way? <laughs> I, uh, I'm a respectable dude. Are you a taxes. respectable dude? Yeah, I pay my taxes. I don't touch nobody's genitals. I'm fucking. I'm. I'm good. I'm fucking holy. I'm blessed. Literally nobody's genitals. I keep it kosher. Then how come you got broken cum? Uh, well, look, uh, the good Lord giveth, the good Lord taketh away. The <laughs> good Lord giveth you some steroids, and he taketh away your cum. Indeed. All right, what do we got? We got another call to make? Are we oh, going to call we John? We certainly do. Let's call John see what's up with John. I haven't talked to John in a while. I'm looking forward to talking to him. John's an OG creature. He was on an early episode. Yes, he was. Talked about that ghostly shit. Yeah, what's up, guys? What up, John? Shit. What's going on, John? Not much. All right, Hold spoop on. us out there, Johnson. What uh, what do you got? I need to turn hit, you guys, hit me because I, need to turn I know you guys I know off. you just heard Chloe's story. So if it ain't fucking Slenderman butt fucking you in the woods of fucking Chinatown, I don't know what the fuck you're gonna come with. <laughs> the woods of what Chinatown. I want to hear that story. Chinatown like that. It's a touchy subject in 2020. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I did want to say something to Jason though. God doesn't yeah. care at all. You don't think he cares at all about like any of the? What's that? I mean, I don't think he cares about the fucks or the shits, but you don't think he cares about the Jesuses and the goddamns and stuff like that? No, he just doesn't care about us at all. He's like Ed Harris in Truman Show, and we're all Jim Carrey. Okay, word. It feels <laughs> like that sometimes. So that's my man's. It'd be like uh, that sometimes. <laughs> my man's. He's like that. All right, John. What do you got, baby? All right. So I got a two-parter. But the first one's going to be real quick because my wife thinks that my my main story is uh, is a mental health issue, not a not a ghost story. So the first one is actually it happened a couple of weeks ago. My my fluffy dog was hanging around the bar, and she was just barking for no reason. Like there was nothing going on. My wife's working at home, and she's just barking at the bar, and we think that she might have seen a ghost. So. I, you guys know me. I don't take that shit like lightly. So I was like, I'm gonna go sage on the machine on this bitch, and it, I'm gonna do some protection. Get the, salt, get the fucking sage. We're going in. Hmm. Yeah. Like um, a while ago, I did like a photo shoot, like a sleep terror photo shoot in the graveyard, and I was like, this. Beforehand, I was like, this is an amazing idea. I can't wait to get into this graveyard. And then when we're actually there, I was like, this is a horrible idea. It's like hmm. 12 in the morning, and I'm like this doesn't feel right. Like I kept on looking behind my shoulder. Like, um, 
there were no orbs or anything in the photos per se, but it was it was just really really creepy. And when I came home that night, I was like, I need to walk. I need to do all the superstitious shit of like walking backwards into my doorway. Like it wouldn't hurt. You know what I mean? Now where yeah, were you? Was, like nothing followed me home. Where, where were you at? Were you at like a like a notoriously haunted place? No, it was um so like my photographer um Oliver, I forgot his last name. He lived like near Gowanus in Brooklyn and he was like I have the perfect place to do a photo shoot. We should go to this graveyard mm. that's next to a church and mm. shoot there and like everyone felt super weird. Like the models felt super weird, but everyone was so excited like to to get into this spot, you know, like and and like the models were like you know, your regular dead girls. Clearly, they're posers because um, we went to a graveyard. And no one wanted to be there. We were like, okay, let's wrap this up. Let's just do this shit real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking posers. Yeah, I, I mean, don't... nothing, nothing good's gonna happen in a graveyard at midnight, dude. I'm just, I'm just, I'm here to say. Nope. Yeah, and like that was the thing is like it started. Everyone started getting super, like really superstitious. Like we were. It was about three o'clock when we were wrapping up, and we're like, "We Ooh. need to get the fuck out of here before three. Three know? is the three is I the hour, like, right? Yeah, it's like the witching hour. Yeah, people think it's midnight. It's actually three a.m. Yeah, it's three a.m. Yeah. is the witching hour. That's the universal uh, midnight daylight savings time in them. I see. So would it be? Do we lose an hour? I don't know. I don't this know how like, any of that works. Yeah, fall back, spring time. forward. Doesn't matter, but yeah, that was my <laughs> that was my lighthearted story about my dog. the The real one is actually um, it's a sleep paralysis related one. Um, I'm brand. So mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so I was going to sleep one night, like this was during lockdown, and I was like, this is when I needed to take a break from all the occult stuff and the. Uh, Key of Solomon stuff for mm-hmm. a while because I was like, I'm getting too obsessed with this shit. So I took like maybe like three months off of not even reading any of that kind of stuff. And so I'm going to bed and I don't even remember sleeping. I just wake up and I think I'm awake. So I'm basically lucid dreaming, right? But I don't know I'm dreaming yet. So I wake up, going about my, my business, going to the bathroom, doing your, your usual shit, peeing all over the place getting back into bed and uh, so like it felt real because I'm on my phone checking Instagram and then all of a sudden I wake up again but this time I can't move mm. um, right back at yeah. it baby oh actually I'm, I'm sorry I, I skipped over a crucial part so I'm scrolling through Instagram I'm like turning around to go and like you know give my wife a hug and so I'm hugging my wife and um, she puts her hand on my thigh so I you know go in to hug her again, and when I turn around, it's not my wife. It's a straight-up, like, demon. Well, and what it, what then, it look like? Then what did it look like? Um, I don't really remember. All I remember was, like, it did not look like my wife. Like, it, did, it wasn't even human-looking. And shit. so then I wake up, and I'm struggling to move. I'm in full-on paralysis. But, like, and I don't, I'm, like, trying my best to, like, move the other way so I don't have to look at my, like, whatever my wife has become. (laughs) Uh, That's how creeped out I was. And um, in my sleep paralysis, I've never had anything audible. Like, there's there's never any talking or any sound. But this time, there was a voice that was, like, Mm. that was whispering in my ear, in my uh, right ear where the demon is. And it's, like, it starts off as a little bit, like, a little a kind of really soft whisper and it's calling my name. So it starts off going like, John, John. 
And then it mm. turns into a full on John. And um, then it starts talking. I don't, I didn't understand what it was saying, but I wanted to get the fuck out of there so badly. And um, I finally kicked out of the paralysis, but I did not want to be in my bedroom like uh, that entire day. So that's the story. And I haven't like revisited it like since. Well, as you heard earlier, Zeus was fucked in the ass by a ghost. (laughs) Uh, So maybe he was trying to fuck you in your ass. I mean, when I heard Zeus's story, I was like, all right, that's it. Going for the vodka. I guess this is what paranormal PTSD feels like. I mean, look, we should start a fucking group chat at least. Yes, thank you for another episode title. Fuck yeah, John. (laughs) It's never off the table. Ghost fucking is never off the table because they can get it if they want it. They're incorporeal. You can't fight them. You can't shake them off. You can't even call the police on them. Incorporeal means that they can suck your dick when without you knowing, by the way. Thank you. Bingo. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Chris, man. I know, I know, Chris, you sort of looking around. You're like paranormal. Bingo, bingo, Adams. Down with the bingo. Yes. That's right. I read a book or two, Jay. I don't know what to tell you. John, that's terrifying, dude. See, and that that's well, like, that's happened to my wife before. Like when you were telling me that, like she got I was, fucked in the ass by a ghost. I well, I mean, it, loop loop for entry. No, she, during the fucking time uh, of my other ghost story, I found this out years later. She told me that she was experiencing things during the same time, but she didn't tell me in the moment. She told me just like within the last year, where she would be kind of in that weird. I don't know if I'm asleep or if I'm awake yet state, you know, where you really you're you're kind of in and out 50-50 and she felt yeah. like someone was in her ear saying that, her that name. That beta state. Yeah. yeah. And she felt like yeah. someone was in her her ear saying her name and I'm like you never told me that. Why would you never tell me that? This is fucking 8 years later. And it it was weird. She yeah, and then it sounded just like what you did, man. So it's kind of gave me the the goosebumps. Got the heebie-jeebies. Well, were you 8 8 years ago were you guys married yet? We were, yes. We've, uh, we, we, okay. now he's an old ass man. No excuse. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no excuse. Yeah, and you well, had, she already had you locked in. This was, and this was during a very paranormal like period of our life that we were going through some shit at, you know, a uh, quote unquote haunted house with our kid and like with the shadow in the closet and all this, all this shit. We were doing bootleg seances and everything, you know, like it was a whole ass scene. So I don't know why she wouldn't have come clean. You know, I don't know what the fucking, why, why withhold that from me, but she did. Yeah. I'm just glad that I was in full on paralysis. So like everything's clenched up. So. That ghost dick ain't going in my booty. That's right. Keep tight it tight. Keep booty. it right, baby. Yeah. Like a keep that dolphin. Booty hold tight. Night, night. Keep that booty hold tight. So when you <laughs> woke up, John, uh, question, when you finally kicked out of the sleep paralysis, was your wife still in bed? Did you look back and like, there she is? Or were you alone? She was still there. Okay. But you were up. like, you were like, keep sleeping in this demon room if you want to, baby. I'm out. Yeah. I went to the couch. I, w- I woke up sweating. Uh, it could have been I peed all over myself because I was so scared. Awesome. Maybe it was ghost cum. But I got the fuck out of that bedroom. <laughs> Spectral real quick. juices. Like that was my first instinct. Fucking ectoplasm. What do you think ectoplasm is? Spectral Obviously, juices. Spectral, baby. Spectral juices. Yeah. Ghost cum. That's a great band name. I was just gonna say it's probably uh, you know ghost jizz or ghost jism. Squirt. Yeah. Maybe it could be squirt. Yeah. Do ghost what squirt? if it was actually ghost shit though? Because like. <sighs> Like a German ghost, like, like German shit ghost porn. Yeah, no, because like, what if what if the ghosts are just super jealous they're, that they're no longer you know in three D meat lockers, and they're like, "Fuck you guys, man! Wait until you get on this side. I'm gonna shit on your face." 
I mean, yeah. honestly, ghost that's probably ghost. the move, right? Like, if you're stuck in that that ghost purgatory, I mean, like, I would shit on every fucking human that I could see, right? I went to I went to that's Germany. Probably- I can confirm. I went to Germany. I visited Dusseldorf, and I totally got shit on by like every. There's so many German ghosts. They shit on everybody over <laughs> he's there. Just, it's like he, he's just flexing all over, dude. He's like, I, I went to fucking Tibet. I went, I went to, to a place I went to you guys heard about twice. <laughs> Shut up. This motherfucker said Dusseldorf, man. Shut Dusseldorf. up. Dusseldorf. I went to Dusseldorf. You I had a me. strudel with the fucking Führer. Shut up. You had a strudel with Hasselhoff in Dusseldorf. <laughs> Don't waste John's time like this. John, thank you so much, man. We really appreciate the phone call. That's fucking unreal. Um, I hope yeah, you don't dude, get raped tonight, me. dude. I'll I'll be thinking about what you. Was that? Said I hope you don't get raped tonight. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but we're gonna we're gonna need a call back to confirm. We're gonna have to do a follow yeah, up. Yeah. Yeah. Check up on me. All right. All right. Yeah, I, I gotta get up your way sometime soon, man. We gotta grab a slice when I'm in the city. I gotta um I gotta finally break the spell and finally make it into the city after this fucking COVID shit. Word, dude. Yeah, you still owe me a pizza. I do, I do most certainly still do. Uh I, I just gotta make it into the city, man. It's it's still kind of like a spooky place coming from New Jersey. So God True. speaking of pizza, man. I'm but we hungry. gotta get together. Yeah, you guys are too close, man. You guys gotta hook up. Fuck yeah, dude. It's weird uh, if you don't. Yeah, it it is weird. Now, I mean, maybe we'll fight some ghosts. That'd be cool. In New York? Like hipster Ghostbusters. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> All right, John. I appreciate it, man. All right. Peace, John. We love guys. you. I love that sound. Um, the whole time when you guys were talking about getting raped, all I could think about was that fucking scene in the movie This Is The End when the demon fucked Jonah Hill. Do you remember when he came at him with that big-ass fucking demon dick? He, <laughs> he was, like, rock hard, ready to fucking go, and then he became possessed and shit, dude. That's all I could think about when you guys were talking he about getting fucked. himself into Jonah's butthole, just like the Scientologists believe. He climbed in Jonah Hill's butthole. So you're telling me if Jonah Hill was going clear, like if he turned into Leah Remini, that he could have potentially saved himself? Possibly, yeah. I think maybe if he had if he had done that, he could have saved himself via his booty hole. Via. Via. <laughs> yes. I use big words. I'm sorry. I'm educated. I paid attention in school, and I like reading. That is an Good. acronym. Well, why don't you read us word. your fucking internet handles because we're about to turn into a whole ass fucking. You don't want to let Chris do witchy poo? I'm oh, I'm... that's right. I totally forgot about witchy poo. I'm throwing it out there. It's an option. Obviously, no pressure, Chris. Look, man, I have. I look. It's more of an urban legend, and I grew up with this story because, like, uh, my closest friends. We've been friends since we were all eight years old, and it's three brothers, and they've all encountered this, and they've been telling me about witchy poo since I was a child, and I've tried witchy to get them. Poo. That's and that's how they say it too. Oh my god, dude! Why'd you do that? Why did you do I, that? That's how, how it, it comes out, dude. So I've been trying to get. The youngest is, he's probably my best friend. His name's Nick. And I've been trying to get him on HTNOS since we've been doing HTNOS to talk about witchy poo. And he he shies away from it. He won't do it. I called him today. He shied away from it. He told me about witchy poo again. And I called his, I called the middle brother. And he told me a little bit more about witchy poo. Said he wasn't really cool coming on the show. So don't call him or whatever. And then finally this afternoon, I got a hold of the older brother. And he fucking spilled his guts about witchy poo all fucking day. And he would have talked about him, but he's at, would have talked about witchy poo, but he's at work right now. And he's not available to take the phone call. So, I mean, I could butcher the legend of witchy poo if you'd like, or we could save it for a fucking future time. It's up to you. All right. Just at least give me the Cliff's notes because you 
you've just you've just gotten my whole pussy wet about this witchy poo thing and i need to at least give me some cliff notes and we can hear the story from your buddy whenever he decides <laughs> to come on but we got listeners out there like chloe who are going to be fucking hanging like you you can't you can't get me wet over witchy poo and then leave me hanging high and dry blue balls and shit okay so the the legend of witchy poo the urban legend of witchy poo was there was this woman and we were in the south suburbs of Chicago, and she lived in a literal shack. Like, there was, there's this woman disheveled, you know, like, picture like a fucking homeless woman, you know, like, fucking hair amiss, you know, crazy, crazy woman dressed all in black. She's probably just a regular-ass homeless lady, but we, as children, thought that she was a witch. So, mm-hmm. she lived in a fucking shack among all the other houses, which made absolutely no sense that she lived in a shack behind, like, a regular fucking house, and she had two Doberman pingers, all right? Like, it was, like, the 80s and shit, and Dobermans were, like, a thing, and she used to yeah. rock with these two Doberman pitchers. Shout out to Snoop talking them. She would walk around and scare the fucking kids, and it was, like, known. Like, my buddy Nick's mom would say, don't go near that lady. Like, you know, she's that. that's not, like, like the, the adults would never, like, extrapolate, but, like, it was just known, like, don't fuck with this woman. And the word hmm. around town was that she, if she got a hold of you, she would cut your dick off and nail it to the wall. Okay. Well, so that's yeah. that's what allegedly that sounds like some fucking Chicago ass bullshit, dog. Well, I don't know. I don't know. This I wasn't involved. This was before my time. I became friends with these three brothers. But the the legend was that in the shack there was a wall full of dicks nailed to the wall. Okay, so they every time they saw this woman, they would fucking run from her because like they didn't want their dicks cut off. Obviously, understandably. There was one time the the. The oldest brother at the time was 11. I know that I talked to him this afternoon. He told me he was 11 years old. So that would make the youngest brother like fucking five. And then there was one in the middle and they're walking down the street. And it's, it's kind of a scene because he said he's got a boom box on his shoulder, like walking down the street. And he said, literally they were playing Motley Crue shout at the devil. And this bitch appears and she's got her two fucking dogs and they freeze up. And the middle brother starts fucking crying because he don't want his dick cut off. And they they turn to, like, make a run for it or whatever, and they look back, and the bitch was gone. And they were like, there's mm. no possible way that she could have, like, got out of visual sight. Like, they were at a park or something, and there's she had nowhere to go. So they were convinced that she fucking disappeared. And they ran home, and he was in tears, and they got to the house or whatever. Well, the older brother and his friends went, they were like, we're going to fucking get to the bottom of this, and they went to the shack. And they're like, yeah. we're going to fucking sneak up and try to look through the window and see these fucking dicks hanging from the wall. And when they got up to the fucking window, everything was newspapered up. Okay. They, they, she, he was like, it was fucking the weirdest thing. Like there was newspaper over all the windows. We couldn't see in. And then he couldn't remember. Cause I mean, like he's in his fucking forties now he's, he's pushing 50 and we're talking back to 11 years old. So he's like, it's kind of fuzzy, but something happened and we got spooked and we all ran. I don't know if we heard a noise, if she fucking like caught us, you know, and we all just took off, but he's like, that's the last time we ever fucked with witchy poo, man. We would see that bitch around and we just, we didn't fuck with her because I mean, I ain't trying to lose my dick. So let me ask you this. When the um, victims lost their penises, were they were they killed afterward or were there just like a bunch of dudes walking around that like, yeah, I don't, I don't have a know. dick anymore because they're into witchy poo? I don't know. See, when I was talking to my friend Nick, who's the youngest brother, and he's really not as abreast of the whole situation because like he was five years old at the time. What do you remember when you're fucking five? He was mm-hmm. like, I told him, I was witchy like, poo, motherfucker. I was like, bro. For all I know, one of your other brothers got caught up and he ain't got a dick, and that's why he don't want to talk about it, dude. Fucking, he's, yeah. he's been living his whole life with no fucking dick. 
And I talked yeah. to the middle brother, and he's like, nah, man, I got dick. That's what, You can ask my wife. That's why they call me the Schmickle Pickle. <laughs> they call me Schmickle Pickle. If you ever say the word Schmickle Pickle with that mustache again, I'm unfriending you in real life. You Fucking are not. Schmickle Pickle and the Witchy Poo. Shit. <laughs> What? But I don't. I don't know, dude. We always just joked about it. It was a thing when we were growing up, you know. Fucking yeah. witchy poo. I, 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 everybody knew about it. Everybody, even the parents. The parents even knew about it. Recently, I tried to Google it to see if there was any. Oh, you stories. know, creepy ass Diane. She's got those dogs. She wears the gloves in them. <laughs> yeah, you know Diane. They call her witchy poo. Yeah, I got about forty dicks nailed to her wall. I went over there for coffee one time. It's fucking weird. There were I no- tried to. There's I been tried no to get, stories. There were no stories. I tried to look for news articles about like fucking kids going missing in the south suburbs in that time frame, genitalia mutilation, like nothing. Like there was nothing about it. I fucking, they say after White Sox games, you can hear her dragging the <laughs> chain of dicks down chain the street. Sherblop, 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 sherblop. And sure enough, <laughs> it's witchy poo. That bitch is probably still rolling, dude. I'm just saying, if she only takes the dick and live, you'd have like at least a dozen, maybe two dozen, three dozen dudes like, yeah, I don't have a dick anymore. I mean, maybe there's a whole community of eunuchs there somewhere that we don't know about. I'm just saying, like, if you cut enough dudes' dicks off, they gather around with pitchforks and they come and kill you because they don't like having their dicks removed. I think you got to cut the dick off, but then you got to kill them to, to keep it secret you know but how that's like insult to injury though like why nail it to the wall like she's no it's literally injury to insult all of that like she's nailing it to the wall like she's some sort of trophy hunter dude i don't i don't understand i don't understand she's a demonic dick hunter i don't i don't know like demonic dick hunter luckily luckily i wasn't around like this was before they moved to my town so they came with tales of fucking witchy poo from their old neighborhood and i was like oh shit i'm glad i didn't live there man fuck that bitch well we got to get a hold of the oldest brother here because we need to know what diane's getting into I mean, do so you want me? Do you want me to take a stab? I can call him while he's at work. I can nah, try, I, can I mean, try. we're 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 well over time now. Um, yeah, I'm I'm with I'm with Adam. Let's let's table that. At least I've heard enough about witchy poo that I can sleep tonight, and it won't be a total cliffhanger. But maybe maybe that'll be like, uh, hey guys, come back in a couple of weeks. We might have a whole conversation about the legend of witchy poo in Chicago. Listen, and I love these episodes. We need to do these call-in episodes more because if we can let the listeners do the heavy lifting, and we could just do some 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 commentary on their fucked up experiences that makes my life way easier so i think that this is going to be a new thing we're going to do phone calls from now on call the fuck in and let's talk yeah call the fuck in let's talk or send us a submission i don't mind reading listener submission never never that yeah we love that so guys let's uh let's wrap this thing up and say good night we're at two hours of creature for halloween i want to say uh you know happy halloween to you trick-or-treaters i'm stuffing this in your sack uh you can find me jason almy at teamalmy.com, at Party Naked Pod on all the socials. The podcast is called Shit Happens When You Party Naked. It's the second best thing to this podcast. Adam, where can the people find you? Uh, my name is Adam Simmons. I am on a podcast called the Simmons and More Podcast. But more importantly, I am here. Uh, one third of the creatures you can get at me at Earth underscore two underscore Adam. Or, I mean, I guess that's it. Yeah, those are the only handles I have. Uh, if you want to hear the Simmons and More podcast, we are the Simmons and More podcast on all social media platforms. Krista, yeah. Christian Wutzke, please enlighten us as to where you can be found. 
I am at the hashtag no offense show. My wife and I uh, do a weekly program. We fucking uh, we get stupid, and hopefully, in this time of trying this this trying times of important fucking crazy shit in the world, you can come and you can sit with us and you can be stupid for ninety minutes of your day and not think about orange presidents and, and demon baby eaters and fucking everything else that you got to deal with. Fucking COVID clouds, whatever. Come be stupid with us. Htnos.com, Htnos on all the socials. I am the real Wutsky on all social media platforms if you'd like to tell me how stupid my mustache looks if you'd like to tell me to shut up more if you want to tell me that i've got three chins and i should probably do a push-up or two whatever you want to fucking slide into my dms with i'm open uh i do want to i do want to add this before we part um uh, people are calling it trying times a lot these days or uncertain times as if like any other day uncertain you could die if if somebody calls it a trying time one more fucking time. I'm gonna cut my own dick off and and nail it to the fucking wall. Jason, sons of Almy poo. It's very trying. It's very trying. What is these times? These times. These times are trying. Yeah. Are they trying times? These trying times. It's those three words in sequence. These trying times these trying times well i'll tell you what go to official.com because the creatures are brought to you by the homie casual at official.com proprietor of beautiful streetwear awesome t-shirts use code creatures save 25 percent on anything that you would love to outfit yourself with you can find something we fucking love you guys thank you so much for fucking hanging out tonight happy halloween. remain spooky fucking happy halloween you motherfuckers I'm eating about a hundred Reese cups tomorrow. That'll be good. <laughs> <laughs>